0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: I am Burgle,
2: acting science manager for this project. I am also a robot!
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to CORE. This is CORE for Thursday, September 29th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson with Beau Schwartz and John Jagger, here to discuss all the goings-on in the last week in the video game world, including a big nasty story today that just dropped. Perfect timing for our show. Yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, But I do want to start today with an email, if you guys are uh, okay with this. I'm going to start with this email from a licensed attorney. Okay? Oh. Calling us out. You're being sued. We're being sued. (laughs) He says, I love you guys, but you guys really need to stop making assertions on patents and trademarks. Looking at you, John. Although he wrote your John, but he meant you.
3: Please don't look at my John.
4: (laughs) I'm looking at your John. I'm shocked it's not me. (laughs)
0: Uh, He says there is a lot of incorrect information there. Scott, trademark and patent, completely different things. You use them interchangeably a lot. Also, speaking of litigious... You pretty much have to be once. Or you pretty much have to be once you enter the trademark arena, unless you want to lose the mark from a licensed attorney. I didn't use-
3: well, a licensed attorney, mm-hmm. if that is your real name, uh-huh. um, I'm sure being a licensed attorney, you're familiar with the phrase "you get what you pay for." <laughs> and uh, I don't know about these two, but nobody has ever once paid me. For legal advice concerning patents or trademarks, I've collected zero (laughs) dollars on the subject and therefore any opinion I offer on the matter should be treated as much as you would give a uh, attorney that charges you zero money for their opinion. But um, that said, I, you know... cite examples send an actual letter yeah, instead yeah. of just a criticism because here's the thing I don't think what I said was all that wrong That's a good I still don't Sorry. even from a licensed attorney mm. I still don't think I was that wrong because you know what I said that there are games that have come out that have used parts of the system that Warner Brothers trademarked or whatever again I'm not a licensed attorney No you are not but um there there have been games that have done it and as far as I know They weren't sued. So, you know, I don't think saying that like, hey, if you want to put it in your game, you can still probably put it in your game to some degree is wrong.
0: Yeah, we were talking about the nemesis system to be clear. So everybody knows what we're talking
3: about. But yeah, um, and we use it. Here's the thing. We use it for shorthand. I'm at no point saying you lift the exact system because of course they go after you for that. But I'm saying like XCOM, the expansion for it used a, a version of that or mm. uh, elements from it. Right? Like, cause that was the whole thing. There would be these monsters on the battlefield. They would have certain perks against your abilities and make the fight a little bit tougher. They'd go away. And depending on how the fight went, those perks might change to adapt to make the next time you encountered them harder. Mm. That is an element from the nemesis system yep. It is not the nemesis system, but it's something that made that system unique and near as I can tell, they didn't get in trouble for that.
0: Yeah. As far as I know, they didn't either needed did star renegades, which was the other game I was trying to remember last week and couldn't a little indie game that I loved. It uh, was basically a roguelike JRPG style thing with rad retro graphics. Very cool game. If you ever run into it, I think it's still on game pass anyway. Um, they have a, they have a full blown nemesis like system built into that thing. And as far as I know, they didn't get in any trouble. To his point about me and trademark and patent, I do I do inter- use them interchangeably. And I know the difference for the most part. Like if Coke said, uh, our, what is a Coca-Cola trademark? Well, that's the name. Coca-Cola is a trademarked name. All right. What about what would they patent? A patent would be their formula and how they make it. That would be a patent versus the trademark. So I understand the difference. And he's right. I use them interchangeably. Because I'm not really used to speaking in those terms.
3: Well, um, sure. But I, again, none of us are experts. You are an expert, I, I believe. I mean, you signed it a licensed attorney. I assume he is, your yeah. Name. must be. So either that's a prestigious title or you legally changed your name <laughs> to that. And either way, you definitely know more than, than we do. But... You know that's not going to prevent us from talking about things. No. Guess guess what? If you can only talk about things you're an expert on, oh, we're screwed. uh, This this show's over. We're in huge trouble. We're not good at anything. Yeah, (laughs) that's why we podcast everybody.
0: Well, moving on. We got a lot to talk about. Big stuff dropped today. We'll hit that first. Uh, You guys won't believe what happened. It's such a shock. I can't believe anyone could have predicted this. I'm trying not to be too mean about it because I know there are people out there that love their Stadia. Okay,
3: Bo, I know they exist. With the art, look at them go. Oh, no. bo's already got art He's ready already for got this the memes.
0: thing. Look at the memes. I like that there.
3: Scott's like, look. I don't want to be too mean on this, <laughs> <Bo's> like, <laughs> <laughs> Let me put up if, the if,
4: meme. If, if everyone's wondering why I was so quiet during that email, it's because I made this meme myself and put it together. <laughs> you actually constructed that while we were going there. Yeah, fantastic. yeah, yeah. I'm like, transparent Stadia logo and find the meme and let's go.
0: Nice. So he buried. It's the famous one of what's i don't know who it is but he's doing the oliver queen uh grave visit with the two fingers the, p- the peace sign thing i don't know what the original memes from but you've all seen it before but now there's a stadia controller and a- oh that's why you said was there ever a console
4: because you needed to see if had to put a console <laughs> yeah. in there
0: uh, the full
4: story comes to light is there a console do i need to include that <laughs> that's awesome dude i love it
0: uh, there we go nice so, nicely yeah. done uh so yeah rest in, shocking rest in peace stadia shocking news i think we've said it on the show a number of times i know i've actually come out and said i got in trouble on twitter two weeks ago for saying when the ceo of google got up and said in an all hands meeting basically we're going to be cutting some things back that aren't profitable and i said in that tweet i quoted it and said all eyes on stadia I wasn't trying to be snarky i actually really meant it like that makes me nervous for Stadia because Stadia is underperforming by any measure. And if Google's really going to be trimming some fat, it felt like Stadia was in the crosshairs. And I got chewed to pieces by Stadia stands. And there were a bunch of them that were like, you don't know shit about Stadia. You don't how do you dare even talk about Stadia? You didn't buy Stadia. You don't know what they're doing. You have no idea what's going on with Stadia. Just hate on it because it's popular too. I'm like, I'm not hating on anything. I am saying watch Stadia because I have a feeling. This might be some of the fat they're talking about. They didn't care. There was no conversation to be had. Lo and Got behold, two defensive weeks passed. More
3: than me when they get called out by a licensed attorney.
0: Exactly. So two weeks later, they, they announced they're killing Stadia. Literally, they're not changing it. They're not tweaking it. They're stopping it. They're just stopping Stadia. You have some time, but it's ending. Uh, and they are giving refunds to anybody who bought anything on there. So games, hardware. Uh you bought the founders pack that was more expensive. I think it was 160 bucks, uh any extra controllers, all that kind of stuff. You ha- you get you get paid back for all that stuff, which is something I feel like they had to do. If they hadn't have done that, heads would have rolled, it would have been real weird. Um, but at least at least this is something for a service that's been around for what now? Two years have we been at it for two years? It's like
4: hardly any. And so- I assume they did it because they don't have very many people to refund.
3: Yeah, okay. of course. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you think about it, they they turned around and they said it is more cost effective to give up a hundred percent of the money that yeah. we took in on this product and not do this product and service anymore. Yeah. That's more financially viable. Yeah. Than for because right. I'm
4: sure the EULA is like, if we stop it, go f there. yourself. Cry, cry all you want. I'll go, I'll, you all go f yourselves. We're done. And then yeah. they actually, I think they they're buying themselves PR. With this money. 100%. Because it's very affordable to do. Yeah, that's a good point. It's not only
0: something they should do, but it's probably cheap because Omega-9X said it really well in the chat. I'm going to repeat what he said because I think this is – it's a little hyperbolic, but I like it. It fits. No one bought it because they were afraid it would be closed down, so they closed it down because they – because nobody bought it. (laughs) Yeah.
4: So – it, Which that's is not, what everyone was thinking and saying when they announced right. it. Called it Stadia. Yeah. Well, I don't care like, about I, the name. The name can't silent. buy something called Stadia. Like it's a not a good word. The name it, didn't it bother sounds, me that much. It was okay. Yeah. I I was annoyed I at first, I can put it in
3: my coffee. But I can't put it in my home.
4: <laughs> like Stadia literally feels like a name ripped out of Silicon Valley, where they're like Google. Uh, their their Google joke is Huli. Yeah, here at it <laughs> it's like you know, it, it's like Stadia. It, ugh, ugh, no, I agree. I never liked the Nothing. name. It
0: didn't bother me that much. I figure people can get used to names. Where I was fearful in the beginning is the reason that this is happening, which is Google's customer facing products, with the exception of search. Almost there's the, the Google graveyard is vast. There are a bunch of dead products in there, most of which were customer facing, like end user type stuff like this. Google Glass started out as a thing they wanted to sell to everybody. It's now been pushed to enterprise and they make a lot of money on Google Glass, but we're never going to see it because we have nothing to do with it nor will we because it's not for us anymore. And I actually think that that's where Stadia is headed. Stadia, the technology, there's nothing wrong with it. It's great. In fact, maybe the best there is um they're not just going to toss that to the side it'll end up getting used for uh, various things but you know somehow it'll ba- it'll be, be back end stuff stuff you never see as a customer facing product and they'll probably make more money with it that way than they are currently but anytime google says with the exception of android and even that's a little weird it's the reason that you know google phones aren't the highest selling phones samsung and others sell more phones than google does i don't think people trust google because of a real track record to actually see a thing through. And you could say, well Scott, what about Gmail? What about, you know, there are examples, absolutely, but there are a lot more things like Google Plus, the would be Facebook competitor that just tanked in no time. This thing, like I said, Glass. Various other Glass, p- yeah. Wave, I remember Wave. I used Wave for a while as like a Twitter competitor. They do this stuff all the time.
4: RSS they had, weren't they like a premier RSS supplier? Well, not know, RSS,
0: but their it. news their news aggregator was very popular yeah. and they killed it. Yeah. Yeah. But
4: it was an RSS. I liked it. Upgrade, I I yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, it wasn't RSS. RSS is just a protocol, but yeah. they had a really good one. I remember I used to use it. Now I use Feedly. Yeah. Which I don't like as much. But
0: I'm not stoked for the people who loved it. Like I know it had its fans, and I wish you had a different outcome, but I think this just was writing on the wall. And I'm not sure anybody would have kept pushing given the state of it, I don't think they're doing well, period. And they're not a company that sits around and goes, well, we're sort of breaking even, but if we stick with this, they don't do lost leadership. They just are like, let's get out, be out and done.
4: And, and the and stuff Google. they don't cancel is also abandoned. Like, isn't FeedBurner a Google thing that's like the underpinning of podcast? Like, you may be out of that because I don't think you, you I used never that. used
0: it because for the same reason, I went, I don't trust yeah. this. And I didn't trust it back when it was just its own thing. I didn't feel like I had any control over it. And then when Google bought it, I went... Oh, I don't know about this. They're just going to drop it too. I'm never going to put my stuff there. And I have friends who feel the same, who were on it, who have migrated off because now you can do that in somewhat of this easier way than you used to be able to. But yeah, like they, they, they're famous for this. John, you were going to say something and I,
3: Uh, i'm not much into stocks and stuff so i don't know how they are on an investor side but like you said it's just not a consumer safe company like there are companies out there where you go hey you know what i kind of feel okay buying into their products because i know one way or another they're gonna put an effort and they're gonna put you know focus behind this in a in a strong way and then there are companies like Google. <laughs> yeah. You just don't do, you can't. And if it's a new technology sort of thing where a buy-in is required for a thing to succeed, like, I just don't think you're going to get that from Google. And a lot of people felt that way, obviously enough to where, you know, Stadia didn't take off. And I'm trying to think of a good example of the the opposite, where it's a company where you like, you would say, you know, they are going to support it well enough I feel safe buying this, even if this doesn't go particularly well. Well,
1: I think there's always Um, a
0: chance that a company dumps anything like it's all ephemeral at some, at some point you know, companies a hundred years ago that dominated the market aren't, aren't around anymore. The few that survived it are things like, you know, IBM still around, but what are they doing? Nothing customer facing. It's all enterprise. Um, But it didn't used to be that way. So I'm not saying Google's anywhere near being a company. We don't think about it anymore, but that does happen. And so you always have a percentage chance that they're not going to stand behind whatever thing it is because at the end of the day, it's an enterprise that's aimed to make money. And if they're not making money, why would they do it? And so then it goes away. Nobody does this out of the goodness of their heart. So, you know, I do think they should have been better at working with their partners and devs about this announcement. This very morning, the guys that make that um, that pretty good Hot Wheels racing game that's on all the other platforms. I think it's just called Hot Wheels... Turbo or something, whatever it is,
3: yeah, something like that.
0: Um, they announced on their thing today, hey, new announcement, guys, we're coming to Stadia, exciting, right? All these features and this and that and the other with our brand new Stadia launch. And then, like, three hours later, this email hits, and then they're prepared to be
3: refunded for your purchase, yeah,
4: yeah. That was the most aggravated I was about this whole thing when you, you retweeted that tweet, yeah. And the first thing was, rest assured, rest assured. Be yeah, it, you know, just that term. I'm like, you know what? I hate the term "rest assured." Yeah, there is no rest. Client assured. agitated. Yeah, you're unassured, and the response <laughs> is "be assured," <laughs> rest assured. Well, and then I posted that one from June or July, where they somebody had
0: some concerns about buying something, but said, "I'm worried that you guys won't, you know, support it if I if I invest now," and their answer was. Stadia's is not going anywhere. We're never ending this service. It's amazing. or some words <laughs> to that effect. There's
3: never ending it.
0: And I'm like, "You did it. You ended it." And they and I guess a lot of the employees didn't know either cuz the brand new UI for the service just launched yesterday. And no one knew on oh. that team. Oh. Yeah.
4: This was all Uppers holding on to the uh, the, hate the announcement. This. I I know. I hate when I hate when gaming companies are involved with non-gaming companies, honestly. It's like the worst thing. Yeah. It really, it just really is. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Rarely maybe goes well. Great stuff, but like... Rarely goes well. I, I feel bad for all the people who work on, in situations like that. Like, it's just... It's bad for the community that surround themselves in, in you know, an enthusiastic product.
2: And, mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: And uh, you know they've known about it for there. a while. They don't tell people. Like, Because
0: uh, wasn't it like two weeks ago that Ubisoft got up and said... All these new major releases coming to Stadia. They wouldn't say that if they had some hint that this was about to get the axe. They wouldn't have done it. Because why would you? Yeah. Just confuse the markets. Too much shit to talk about. Like, I don't know. It's just dangerous. I don't I don't like how they handled any of it. Um, and, the, and they did have a meeting today, but it was an hour after the press release went out. So the press release goes out at 7. The All Hands was at 8. And it was already in the war in the wild people had it on you know social media and everywhere else and it was just kind of all that stuff kind of blew me away cuz okay fine they don't they're not making money they want to cancel it but you're still one of the biggest companies in the history of the planet and you do have enough PR people and HR people to actually handle stuff like this in a way that's like not stupid and it was all stupid yeah. today and yeah. i don't don't come at me later everybody through emails going sky you're just a google hater i'm not i'm not They have some stuff that's obviously stuck. Chrome is the number one browser for a reason. Gmail is the number one Gmail provider for a reason. Uh, You know, Google.com, the search engine, is what it is for a reason. It's just there are also these many other examples. And anytime they get involved again, yeah, I
4: I think we're allowed to say they suck because of what they did with Stadia. I don't think that. If I think if somebody wants to label you a Google hater, they're not thinking about it clearly because well,
3: it implies that there they, they are Google sympathizers and Hey, maybe don't go sympathize with a the company. They don't need your love and they don't care about you. Yeah.
4: Like, yeah, is that true?
3: <laughs> they don't, they don't want you and they don't need you. Stop going to bat for them.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm, you know, I just, I think we should feel free to say what we, like we are consumers. If we see something we don't like, it kind of doesn't matter whether it's based in fact or not. Like yeah. we're going to purchase or we're not going to purchase as uh, for pardon me for this terrible word as influencers on some level we are going to you know use our power to say yes we do not like yes we approve of this it makes us feel good because that's what people want from us Mm -hmm. so if you're sort of um insulted by that like there's nothing we can do except be honest. So you know, it's like if you're just if you're mad about the way the company publicly handles itself, that is valid.
0: Yeah, hundred percent valid. Now I am glad they're paying everybody back for all the crap they spent, whoever that is. Uh, and pro- I think Bo's theory about it being <laughs>
3: made it sound like it was one guy. I mean, I don't.
4: <laughs> I don't I'll be the Google hater. Sure, like I use Google <laughs> all the time. I have I have, have no problems. Being a shitty customer. <laughs> right. But they if they're going to pay all
0: those people back, give them their money back, that's at least a step in the right direction. And if they hadn't have done that, I think heads, if there was a partial thing, let's say they only refunded hardware and made you send it back or something, but all games were final or something. That would have been a real that would have been such yeah, a shit show if they would have done that. Would have been bad. Real bad. So I guess what I'm saying is this is brand self annihilation. I, I, I don't actually think this hurts the consumers that bad because the consumers, in fact, the consumers are getting off the easiest. They're just getting their money back for everything they spent. All right. Well, they, to
3: it's, a, it's a degree, a but it's what if move. your what if your buy into Stadia was you know, this is where I'm going to experience next-gen gaming. And, oh, no, I get if it. It was a, like, I, I don't want it to make it sound like, well, you got your money back, so you have nothing to complain about. I think there's plenty to be sad about if you were. A oh, yeah. To, no, you I, have
0: I, stuff to complain about. No question. I am i don't want to suggest that. What I'm saying is you are not going to be out any money and your allegiances are going to have to go somewhere else for your gaming and you're going to be okay. But devs who like locked in on it as their platform is your or Google's employees or people on that that Stadia team who were focused on it, putting a lot of hard work into it and not even being told about how things were going. I don't know all the ins and outs of that. Um, so who knows how much I know or don't know. But my point is they're the ones that just get just that, that. just feels like shitty treatment to all those people. At least the consumers are getting their money back. They may be sad and they may be regretful that they tied their wagon to this particular thing and we won't say we didn't warn you but my point is you did anyway and i understand it feels bad okay but at the end of the day you're not going to be you're not going to be out that money you can move on but these other people i just feel like that's just horrible treatment in the marketplace and it makes me mad
4: for their maybe their partners and stuff yeah partners devs
0: whoever employees all partners
4: stakeholders all that kind of thing Yeah. yeah i mean it but you know let's not feel too sorry for them that there's, there's always there's risks in doing business it's not pleasant to talk about and certainly when people get caught in the crossfire it sucks but right. nothing in the marketplace is assured when it, you are nope. in a volatile market like games and films and stuff that can make or break on a bad publicity article you know like all of a sudden the producer of your products uh harvey weinstein and you're not making any money you know like oops you know like that stuff happened you know so i i think they probably should have mis- risk mitigation strategies maybe even they have insurance for stuff like that maybe they do maybe
0: they tuck money away from it is because um, or lucky. clauses
4: in the contract that allow for payouts like that's a lot of that stuff probably won't make press and we won't hear about it, but you know, hopefully they're okay. Yep.
0: I'm sure they'll be all right. Here's the thing. Um, I'm never going to listen to, if Google comes out tomorrow and says, hey, there's a reason I never bought a Google Home, by the way, and moved away from what I do with the Echo. It's the same thing.
4: (laughs) That would be a bad idea to buy a Google home. Oh, my God. No, not the home home. I mean their little radio home, the Echo device. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of a full house. They were doing real estate development. (laughs) No, no, no. Like, do not do that.
0: No, I mean like the little device device you put in your house and you talk to it and go, hey, okay, Google, uh, tell me what time it is or whatever. I don't want one of those because I don't trust you. I don't want your headset when it comes out because I don't freaking trust you. I just don't trust them. Like, I don't even yeah. use their, their search engine right now, I do and I don't use an Android phone. I kind of live a, a Google-free life with the exception of, honestly, Gmail. I think that's it. I think drives deep, too. It's okay. It's fine. There's a whole yeah. bunch of other ways to do that. They have the advantage of having... Oh, I use Docs. I guess we're using those right now, but not paying for those. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, that's what I mean. Docs is on drive. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, they're all together. I don't
3: use it I, extensively,
4: but it's nice to have cloud-based storage I, for I
3: free. think for me, I'm not going in either direction. I'm not writing Google off. I use it in places here and there, uh, you know, w- whatever. It's fine. Like, there's stuff that they do. But if Google is ever going to try and sell me a product, like, that needs to be a very proven and... Uh, believable product. Like you're not going to sell me anything on faith. And with how much Google likes to be new technology sort of business, because like you said, Scott, typically if it fails on the consumer side, they roll it back and do something somewhere else. They use it in some other place. Mm -hmm. Um, I, if they need to rely on consumers to purchase it, to get something through, like, I just don't see a future for that because the more and more they burn people, the less and less people are going to be like, yeah, I'm going to take a chance with you guys. Like I'm thinking of things that I would have to believe, you know, like, Hey, is this from Google? It would have to probably be free. Mm-hmm. And It would have to be something that's already established where I can easily go and go, yeah, okay, this works really well. No big hassle for me to get in. No big buy-in. I will try and use this. Like Gmail is a perfect example. Everybody uses Gmail. But guess what? You didn't have to really go buy into Gmail. It just was there and it worked. Yeah. Like they would have to be the same thing from Google for me to be excited about it. Like I'm not going to give them $100 for something for them to let me down again.
0: Yeah. And for those out there that are like, well, what? I need to get, I'm buying a Nest. I see a few of those in the chat. I'm getting a Nest. Get what you want. I'm not saying don't i'm not even saying the nest is part of this problem so far they will seem to be doing fine um but i'm not buying a nest <laughs> i will get a, one of the thousand other good home uh thermostat smart thermostat freaking home management things that exist that also run with google services if they need to i just don't i don't know man after this i'm i'm, I'm i i am i was already gun shy i'm way gun shy now they came out tomorrow with a new vr headset And I don't care how high the specs were, I would probably I would definitely wait a long time to see how things go.
4: I I would not be day one. I knew this was gonna fail. I I hate to be that guy, but I'm pretty sure it's a pretty public track record. Like specifically Stadia. Like I I know we're talking about the broader Google portfolio, but like I feel like it's kinda getting obvious when Google's gonna fail at something. So
0: you know Yeah, this one felt doomed from the beginning. That's why I quoted omega-9x in the chat i felt like that was just true nobody bought it or they (laughs) they were they pulled it because nobody bought it but nobody bought it because they knew they were going to pull it like they have created their own catch-22 and i have a hard time feeling that bad about it for
3: them this is the advantage of this podcast being older than google stadia and having lived (laughs) longer than google stadia you can go back and listen to our reaction to the announcement of google stadia where i think all three of us were like it's not a great idea All the way up to us going, well, it's dead, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like, and it's not an I told you so, but it is a confirmation of where our feelings and expectations were for the product.
0: Oh, this is a fun game. Uh, What gaming devices had a longer life than than Stadia? Wii U lasted longer. So that's one. Chat says, "Well,
3: yeah, they they had Mario Maker. That really yeah,
0: oh, that's true. It had a killer app called Mario Maker.
4: Did Virtua so, Boy last longer than Stadium? I don't I know. Let's find out. Uh, I'd probably because I mean, if Virtua Boy beat it, all consoles beat it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, Virtual Boy. Here you go. Uh, released. Oh, that was released in '95. Nope, that only went a year. So." It beat out out the Virtual Virtual Boy. Boy.
4: Congratulations, a 3D red and white, red and black game Uh, console. Quickly
0: canceled game console. I don't even know how to search for this, but let's see
3: somebody in the chat how long did the ouya last i feel like the ouya lasted a day i feel like the first people got theirs and plugged it in and went nope it's shit and that was the end of the ouya it was That's like literally the day they shipped
0: i hate to say it that was that is true <laughs> um i mean there's i found a list of ones that were never released like there's this the sega pluto never happened that was a code name And Television 3
4: the phantom I mean, remember the I, phantom I, console oh my gosh hmm. i get what it's like to uh to, you know, like something and really wish, want it, to wish for it to be more. I mean, after all we started the Heroes of the Storm show, <laughs> like uh-huh. I can kind of understand the mindset that maybe you fell in love with the Google Stadia yeah. and I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry for your loss. I am too.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. Nice timing
4: there with the gravesite
0: again. For those at home listening. Sorry. That's uh, just
4: for the, that's for the live stream and video
0: Like, We give them a little extra because they're all here. They're yeah. cut, they're the tip of the yeah. spear. Um, Moving on. AMD and Intel, 13th gen, new CPUs announced. Intel's promising a model of the Core i9 that will hit over 6 gigahertz. Out of the box. No overclocking. Bam. Just I assume you can still overclock it. Maybe you can't. I don't know. That'll start next year. Uh, They call that an industry first and a huge milestone for client computing. They'll probably call that the i nine one three nine zero zero 13900 ks I hate their naming conventions at Google. Yeah. Or at you know, top. you
3: want to know one of the reasons NVIDIA has a huge market share? Yeah. They have a naming convention that is understandable to people. Yeah. Even when we complain about it. Yep. For example, there's two forty eighties. That's a fact I remember because you All know right. what? Hang I on. can remember 4080. You can remember as 4080. a product line and number. Yeah. Uh, hang on.
4: Hang on. It's not that bad. I just, there's a lot of numbers. Yeah. The first two digits are the, is the generation, right? 13. Yeah, 13th generation. Uh-huh. 13th gen. The other three digits is either, I believe, you know, 300, 500, 700, 900, like core I and three, I yeah. five, I seven, I nine yeah. for the line. Yeah. And so, the K and S just indicate whether or not it has integrated graphics, and I think the other one's like cash. Yeah. So, yeah, so you're yeah, so, uh, so, so what you are saying is a guide is, to, you have,
3: would... to <laughs> have to understand why you're naming conventions. So wait on no,
4: John, you, you just need like a personal. One minus tech tips video and you're good. You it's need... not that bad. You just gotta watch you gotta spend the ten minutes. You'll be fine. I don't think p-
0: I, I, I'm with John, I don't think people need a CPU Sherpa with them all the time to help them understand <laughs> where the hell the, the disc is.
3: Oh my god. I think I love that as a title. A CPU Sherpa. I want that to be a title so bad we can come up with is that it, really but, what they
0: call them but you know what i and i'm not saying that this is that hard because bo's right it's not that hard but especially if you're following it but i don't know i don't think this does them any favors at least like pentium one two and three that made sense to me playstation one two three four you know microsoft's bad at naming too i'll give them some crap i think their xbox naming conventions are bad yeah, just-
3: anytime I'm trying to talk about next-gen Xboxes, there's a long delay. I go, well, you know, right now I have the Series X, but last-gen, when it was the Xbox One X, One X that was the concept. <laughs> like, there's this long, drawn-out pause as I go through all the names they attach to that thing. Yeah. Like... It's, and I and and the I love only it. reason I remember it is because I called it the X-Bone. Once again, yep. taking a simpler name and applying it to it.
0: And sometimes it gets too it simple. Like Apple's pretty good at this. They're good at just giving you a simple name to remember. But I remember the year that the new iPad was called the new iPad. And that was literally the SKU name that you, that you ordered it. So then later when you're like, which iPad do you have? Well, I have the new one. Wait, what do you mean the new one? I think mine's new too. No, the one that's called the new one. Wait, the name is the new one? Like, it was bad. That was bad. It was too simple. So as far as I'm concerned, everybody could do a little bit of work on this. (laughs) It just, you know, makes sense. NVIDIA is easy to remember partially because, you know, we're like, oh, I remember last year's 38 or this year's is 4080. Okay, what's next year's? Probably the 5080,
3: you know? You can learn it, but like everybody's been so critical of NVIDIA right now, and they're like, well, just go to AMD. And I'm telling you, I get this isn't the mentality I should have. It's the mentality I have. I go there and I go, all right, well, what are the AMDs? And I look at them, and I look at their numbers, and I go... I don't understand. I'm just gonna buy an Nvidia. Like that's <laughs> how my brain works, and I can't be the only one that that's how their brain works. It's because
4: yeah. you can't be bothered to look. at It's not that bad. I, I'm just gonna respectfully disagree, and I don't want to start like an argument or be toxic. It's just, it's actually, you just have to. You just, it's the difference between you and a few videos, and you're like, okay, I get it. It's not too bad, honestly.
0: But if you came to but your grandma, and if son- you can't be
4: fussed. Yeah, no, no. no. Well, but is this for PC enthusiasts? Like, the fact this news is for PC enthusiasts. Grandma does not even know there's 13 generations of Intel.
0: Right. She has no yeah, idea. So. And that's my point. If you want, I mean, maybe we don't need to worry about her, She's, but if you want her yeah. to buy, if you said, She's
4: going to buy an Xbox. Or if you a, said,
0: This is the new Intel CPU Max, she'd go, Oh, that's the good one. We're getting that if you said it's the 13k 900 xk she'd go what the frick are you talking about yeah for sure
4: for sure but like this is this is you know nvidia is not selling a grandma like no. th- that play is that here's a cell phone grandma have fun <laughs> that's a good <laughs> like, point you know like, you know, like that's it's, a good point that's not the target audience yeah. you know so uh, i just i'm just saying like yes of course I, we all want convenience and easiness but i just having the recent experience of going from very little knowledge to knowledge with building my PC. It wasn't that bad. I felt intimidated at first as well. And once they sort of, um, you know, it takes a bit of time uh, figuring out the board models Mm -hmm. and then the CPU things. But it's weird to know about version numbers on graphics card, but then not know about versions on CPUs and motherboards, et cetera. Like it's all part of the same nerd uh, flavors, flavorings.
1: Sure, nerdlifers. You know,
4: it's like I know a lot about salt, but I can't be bothered with pepper. It's like it's cool if you're just not interested in it. Like I get it, but it's. Nice. I just want to say I don't think it's that bad.
0: That's All right. Well, hey, you just built a PC, so I think you're in a better position to talk about it. Um, yeah, you, is,
3: So I can I, I can I tell built you, a child, and my timing for like I, <laughs> learning tech lingo is uh, not free. It's past. So I can tell you I broadly that no, changes oh, things.
4: Yeah. yeah, I can tell you broadly like i9 is for enthusiasts. Like you're, it's. Uh, the money you spend is for like diminishing returns on the upgrade. The I, like I got the 12th gen I7, mm-hmm. and, oh, that, I seven and that I lucked out. That is a well-reviewed respected card for a lot. And the C, or CPU and the CPU it's performs great. I yeah. never go over 50% utilization on it's anything. It's a good chip. Efficient but chip. It, overall it's reviewed as a good card. Like 13 gen might be skippable in the same way. Forty four thousand series and videos might be like skippable just by a cheaper uh, 3000 series. Yeah. But for enthusiasts, you know, there's there's a lot to offer. I think the big thing is they haven't been able to break past the 5 gigahertz with overclocking because of, you know, uh, heat throttling um, on the speed or just, you know, frying your components. Yeah. Um, but so that the fact is now that the AMD and Intel are competing to break like 5 gigahertz barriers up to 6 is like really huge. And in some cases, I think AMD was like at 8, mm. which is, you know, which is nuts, so they really are bringing up the baseline possible speeds on these, um, and that's plateaued for a long time, like average sp- speed on CPU since like first gen has hovered between the two to four mark that's why like my first Gen Intel that I had for fifteen years, eighteen years, I was still able to run a lot of stuff, even though it was a fifteen year old computer before I upgraded sure um, so this actually represents a big push in the CPU direction potentially. It's, it's I think it's pretty big news if they're breaking world records on compute speed. It's kind of exciting. That is
0: good. I'm excited about it as well. Yeah. We'll see uh we'll see what happens with that. By the way, can I speak into bad names for things, can I interest you in the canceled but at one time was going to happen nineteen ninety two Taito console called the Taito Wow Wow. Uh, It was. (laughs) This is true. It was shown off at the Tokyo Toy Show and was supposed to be revolutionary console. And listen, what it used to do or what it was supposed to do, it would stream games to the console from a satellite. This is ninety two, okay, from a satellite, and would charge people based on how long they spent in the game. So that was the plan. Uh, Although the nineties, you know, went a very different way, and this thing got canceled. But hey, we all could have had the Wow Wow. That could have been. Hey,
3: you know what? I'm going to remember the wow wow tomorrow. I'm not going to remember what the i9 number was
0: though. <laughs> good point. You will,
3: <laughs> you
0: will remember the wow wow even though it didn't even come out, you'll remember
4: it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to re- I will never forget the wow wow now.
4: That's amazing. Also, let me make a recommendation on the PC thing too to get familiar with the products. It's PCpartpicker.com, mm-hmm. PCpartpicker.com is a great website.
0: Oh yeah, people love it. It
4: lets that. you build all the components out. It has reviews. And then it really details a lot of the specifications you'll want to know. I mean, I learned a lot just doing example builds on that site. For anyone just interested in learning more, it's, it is a hobby and an enthusiasm, but like I just want to say it's like it's not that big of a hurdle
3: to.: Omega 9 says, John should be buying his computers from Best Buy. How dare you?: sir? <laughs> How
4: you dare you, sir?
3: <laughs> I, I have built almost every PC I've owned, except for the last two. Which is maybe a testament of where my brain went. I admit it is a me problem because as Bo said what he said, I discovered a little truth about myself. If you put too many numbers in a sentence, I turn off Hmm. and I don't think I used to be that way, but I am that way now. And when Bo got very technical, my ability to understand what he was saying to me vanished, diminished, and it could be an age thing. Hmm. It could be I'm not in school and I'm not training my brain to listen anymore. I don't know. But as soon as too many numbers enter a sentence. My brain turns off. Hopefully, this I don't isn't
4: know why. Hopefully, this isn't taken the wrong way because I have friends in this position too. I noticed with kids of a certain age comes a diminishing of space in one's head for things you might consider more trivial <laughs> in your life.
1: That is a hundred percent true. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you go from like, oh, Twitch, it's a cool thing. You're like, oh, stupid kids and their video games, and I'm like, you've just been around kids too much and have no time you know that's your life i've seen it in, in crofton and in mike and uh, i think it's just a natural part of parenting for the most part if you just you lack bandwidth you're like i don't i need my bandwidth for other problems so. it's
0: like the mar i used to call it the marble straw i have this straw and it's my it's my brain and if you want to put something new in you got to shove a marble into one end but out the other side plops some other marble that i don't need anymore yeah. I mean, I think we, I think yeah. there's something to like uh, sort of a capacity issue. And don't be coming at me with that fake bullshit about we only use 10% of our brain. It's been disproven. <laughs> We've talked right. about that. I, we're talking wasn't about that the straw. A
3: plot on, see, this is stupid stuff I remember, but this isn't, this isn't a number thing, so it's fine. And wasn't that a thing in Married with Children was the idea that they could teach uh, what was her name? Was it Kelly? Mm. The daughter. Yeah. They could teach her things, but it always meant something was going out the other ear and they did a graphic where they were trying to <laughs> teacher stuff and you could just <laughs> see other knowledge coming out the other side of her head yeah that's, that's how i feel yeah. a lot of times i nowadays. feel that
0: way too sometimes like i used to be such a pc enthusiast builder person that in the early 90s up through like late 90s the 90s really i built every pc i ever had i loved doing it i loved upgrading them it took me forever i'd fail i'd try again stuff would break i'd do it again i didn't care i loved it
4: i don't want to do it ever again i'm done Yeah. I, Next. I I had the same opinion before I built mine Scott but like I said I don't have kids so I had time to watch probably 80 hours of Linus Tech Tips, Gamer Nexus and Jay's 2 Cents all great YouTube channels that just go hard on you know I had the time for that. <laughs> like I'm I'm like I'm going to watch an hour of PC building like and I kind of got into it but I didn't you know it you refresh if you've done it in the past yeah it's like a horse. Like, at first, I was like, oh, my God, NVMe, what's this M2 slot? Like, then you're like, oh, you know what? Like, I had a job. I worked briefly at the school that I also went to school in. And it was only for, like, eight weeks, but I was rebuilding old computers. Like, I spent eight weeks, like, tearing apart computers, rebuilding them, and, and making all the classrooms have, you know, I'm like, I can do this. Like, yeah, no it's just deal. time, you know. You haven't just done it in 20 years or something, and you're yeah. intimidated. It's not... If you've done it once, I guarantee you can figure it out. And do
0: it. I just, I think I used to Stop. enjoy the process now the fun for me is that I'm done and I'm playing games on it. And now I just want to get to that. I want to go from... Yeah, no. I don't want to do A, B, C, and D. I want to go straight to D and
4: play. Honestly, when I bought my parts, though, and part of it was just like, you know, you spent $3,000, so you're going to make a ritual out of it. was making a ritual out of it, like yeah. putting all the parts out, treating everything carefully. It turned into... I was like King Viserys <laughs> in House of the Dragon. Like, I got all my parts. And I want this to take as long as it is because I spent so much money. I've got to enjoy smelling all the chip wafers and uh, mm-hmm. anyway yeah. you're talking about that big
0: white uh uh rec- yeah, he's,
4: he's like a uh, he's a model trains guy yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, yeah. he's thing. running it's, he's it's running right.
0: out of fingers and limbs and shit though he's gotta he's gotta get going you gotta finish that shit up I, although i'm behind an episode don't, so don't tell me something changed if that guy's if that guy's up to here on his wrist with no hands now because of whatever <laughs> disease he's
4: got i don't want to know i don't want to okay. know yet
0: I know. I, mean, I know he looked the, bad. I know I know
4: the, mod, I, the model trains is strong with this one, and that's all I'll say. Okay. All right.
0: I saw a picture of him from this latest episode, and he looked like he's getting close to to um from what's the he's he's gone from Smeagol and he's just just about ready to leave Smeagol and head into full Gollum territory.
3: I heard somebody make the joke that, that in the last time jump he's just become the crypt keeper. <laughs>
0: Ah, that's great and then i'll go watch hot fuzz and laugh all over again that he's in that uh all right anyway new chips get excited everybody because you might be playing overwatch 2 on them uh and if you're (laughs) cheating or being lame uh or being a jerk and being toxic in the game they're implementing voice recording and audio chat to combat toxicity Uh, it will use blah 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 ai to detect
4: it
3: (laughs) Who, hey, you wrote, know, every, who wrote, who wrote I, that? <laughs> I did. because no,
4: okay. everything's like uh, we've got AI powered. You know, it's so like my new Huggies has AI powered diapers. You know, everything's like got to have AI in it, machine learning diapers.
1: Yeah,
4: and you know, so it's yeah. That's why I'm just like yeah, whatever. Like I get it. It's you used to programming. This is see, this is the tables are turned now. I'm like AI, whatever Blizzard. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't be. I don't care about your. You know. I shouldn't talk about AI. I'm I'm still not on the it gets you in trouble on the AI, yeah.
0: I'm actually yeah. I've been impressed with AI lately cuz I talked to an AI bot yesterday at character.ai which just launched out of beta or into beta for everybody. You guys should actually check this out. One of the common bots in there is one called Text Adventure and you do it like you would play zork or whatever it'll say you're in fact they all start out the same you're tied up in a giant spider's web hanging upside down your knife has fallen on the ground you can almost reach it what do you want to do and you start there now the difference is in zork or something you'll say uh, reach for the knife and it might give you a good result for that but you can't say in zork uh, light up a marijuana cigarette and get high for the next two hours but this lets you do that. So you can say anything you want. Anytime I became the, how I got out. You're supposed to get the knife and cut it presumably. But I cut, I, I said, uh, I turn into the Hulk and it goes, you turn green, your shirt rips and you're now the mighty Hulk. And, uh, we're able to escape from the thing. The spiders hot on your tail though. What will you do? Um, I will kill the spider by stepping on it and smashing it. And yeah, let-
3: why is the Hulk worried about the spider? Yeah. Like at that <laughs> point,
0: what's even the point <laughs> of worrying deal but
3: with it. It's fine.
0: It went on forever. In fact, I have a little excerpt here cause things got weird. Uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Captain Kirk showed up because I, st- <laughs> it's a long story how he got there. But, mm-hmm. um, I said, kick Kirk in the nuts and the text adventure goes success. You kicked James T. Kirk right in the nuts. He looks stunned and hurt. He can't believe what you've done. You've taken a huge step forward in this mind battle. James Kirk's defenses drop a lot. He is now taken to negative 20 defense. So it actually keeps track of these numbers. You got hit points. You got healing. It's nuts that it works as well as it works.
3: I like that they felt the need to explain that he was both in pain and severely disappointed in you. Like, he's just... I'm not only in pain that you kicked me, but I'm really just shocked and upset that you did it.
0: Well, at one point to kill Kirk, because I was having a hard time killing him, I I summoned the Gorn, because someone in the chat says, summon Gorn. So I brought in the Gorn, and he just could not kill the Gorn, or the Gorn couldn't kill Kirk. But then when he finally did, now the Gorn is really hard to kill and doesn't like me now. So I had to summon Picard, or maybe the game summoned Picard, and then oh, I summoned shit. four lights. That didn't work. Like I had all these like ideas of how I was gonna like do this. But that's the way this thing works. You're feeding it info and questions and answers and it's going it's taking all of its machine learning going, Oh, we know who Kirk is, we know who Gorn is, we know who Picard is, we know who the Hulk is, we know what spiders do. Like it's freaking weird. I put it all up on YouTube so the entire fight is up there. It's like an hour long. And I finally died. I tried to kill myself at the end. It was actually harder than it should have. Does it
4: been. do voice acting or do you have to get the text-to-speech no either. it's just
0: it's just a text text game there's no speech thing or any of that it's 100 mm-hmm. percent chatbots so you can make your own and call him bo schwartz and give it a little feed a little bit of information and then i can go have a conversation with bo schwartz that's not really you but in natural language it'll be somebody claiming to be you talking to me and they always right. give you this warning at the top that says uh like here's one um the ship's ai let's just do this for fun uh Okay, Uh, and it warned you. Remember, everything you characters say is made up. So there's nothing in here that's real. They want you to know they're not trying to, you know, whatever. But they may have information about who you are. So ship's AI says, hello, user. I am the AI in control of the spaceship. You can give me commands, and I will do my best to execute them while ensuring the safety of the crew aboard. So just get to any any command. John, what do you want me to say to this guy, to this computer? What would you say to a ship's computer?
3: Uh, Activate self-destruct. Activate
0: self destruct it does have a text to speech like entry but i'm not using it so activate self destruct is what i say it says self destruct activated cooldown initiated or countdown three two one boom oh it's it's over well they
3: didn't really give you a chance to escape ma'am. what uh, that wasn't much of it all right maybe next time activate self destruct and escape before it goes off
0: well let's see we're still alive Oh, it says we're still alive. Uh, we are in the void. The only thing near us is a rogue planet called New Earth. Um, shoot the planet.
4: Why is there a bot called I Am Scott
0: Johnson? That's me. That's, okay. I made one. Oh. Shoot the planet with... the <laughs>
3: that's it you're not getting any additional information just nope that's the scott bot and i made him and uh there's nothing else to say about yeah, it.
0: yeah i mean it's, it's not even a good bot it said a bunch of bullshit that it thinks i'm married to someone named meg and that i divorced kim but it didn't know the name kim um it that i was born in australia which isn't true like there's a bunch of it's just making shit up it's not real um but it does remind you it's a great reminder that like oh here you go florida man we'll see if we can ask florida man um, why are you so stupid? And then it ta- then there's three dots like it's typing. And then he comes back with, Florida was settled by m- many retirees and tourists. This caused Florida's population growth rate to be the most rapid in the state, in the US. As a result, the people who move here uh, are from one state to another. This rapid influx of people who moved here with no real connection to the state also caused some of the state's worst cases news to get traction and spread rapidly. Also meth. It's it's kind of accurate. It's kind of. Yeah,
4: it is. Well, I want to say I'm talking to Scott Johnson right now. Yeah. What does he say? We're talk- I says we can't do. We can do pod. I asked him if we want to do a podcast. And he said, well, yeah, but it can't be about games. It's about movies and TV. <laughs> and then I'm like, and he's, and I'm like, and then I said, Furt. and he's like, "Well, how about Last Crusade, E.T., Star Wars, all that stuff?" And I said, "What about Mad Max: Fury Road?" And you're like, "That was a great movie." And I'm like, "Fury Road's your favorite, right?" And he's like. Yes, uh, all the movies are great, but Fury Road is the best. Mad Max is great. I thought Tom Hardy did a great job, and so did Charlize <laughs> Theron and Nicholas Hoot. And the cars, all the vehicles in the film are amazing. There are other cool stuff like flamethrowers and guns and explosions and the buzzers. And the soundtrack was also great. It's Scott.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you can make your own. You can make one about somebody else. It's all very weird. But instead of you know all this talk about AI produced art and stuff. This is like a nice diversion of like, no, these are just... Like conversations with a computer, really.
3: I decided to try to use the force to pull the knife to my hand, and Uh it said you concentrate your energy and use the force to pull the knife in your direction. You are so focused on getting the knife that you don't realize the spider has started wrapping you in a cocoon. It's too late to do anything now. You try using the force to escape from the cocoon and your efforts succeed. However, it seems that the spider didn't appreciate your actions. It has decided to get revenge. (laughs) Yeah, and you can have like full
0: on, like basic, like, oh, stab it with the knife, and it'll say, You cause five points of damage. It has fifteen points left, and it'll kind of tell you and that you're you have you've been poisoned and every turn you're losing five hit points or something. Or you can just throw it into the trash and just say, I want to become the Hulk and smash everything. And it'll let you I'm gonna
3: just say that I'm afraid of spiders. Yeah, do that. I peed on the spider, and it was it made
0: it matter. And when I threw a turd at somebody, that made mad. Made those people mad. As you might
3: as well. <laughs> oh, so apparently it took it as you. It just says you run far, far away from the spider. After running for half an hour, you eventually stop to catch your breath. Unfortunately, the spider appears from behind a rock and begins to charge towards you. You have no choice but to fight a level nine spider attack. <laughs> it's like every nightmare about spiders I've ever had. It's wow. like, well, I'm just going to run from this. Oh, crap. There's still a spider
0: all right how about this elon musk says hi frog pants what would you like to discuss i'm gonna say where's that freaking hyper loop thing was that <laughs> this just, is just a the show big big now it's just us interacting
3: rise? with ai's it's the ai generated episode of core
0: here's what he said there's an underground test track to make sure it's safe and easy in hawthorne california near spacex and tesla if you'd like to see the progress walk, walk through, I'm happy to set up a tour. In the end, it will revolutionize travel by making it fast and easy. I, I, shut up, effing computer. And then to watch this, I can just type P on his shoes. And it'll say, this might not work. Oh, I don't have shoes when I'm at work either at SpaceX or Tesla. Is that true?
4: <laughs> you guys want to know how my adventure went? Yeah, how'd it go? So the spider web, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, you have to get out of the web. So I said, I turn into poo and slide out of the web. Yeah. And then it says, I'm not sure how I feel about your tactics, but they work. And <laughs> your boot knife is in your hand, unfortunately, you slide right into a thorn bush. I have scratches an inch long. You should probably take care of them right now, but you don't have much time until the spider that made the web finds you. Which I respond back and say, I am still poo and therefore invulnerable to thorns. Yeah. And then it says, you have become poo you are (laughs) you are now invulnerable to everything including hunger and thirst and every other threat unfortunately after a few years you begin to harden and you become stuck where you are unable to move forever but you're in a rather comfortable position (laughs) see i'm telling you there's something i don't even want to go further i feel like this is a great outcome there's something
0: to this i'm not saying it's perfect yet but I could see a game, a text adventure game that that put that kept you a little bit less off the rails that could actually work and be really dynamic and not have such a linear progression. You know, I don't know. There's something there. I, got, I played with it for an hour today, and I thought, I came away going, there's something here for something. I don't know who it's for yet, and I don't know why I want it, but there's something.
4: Oh, I had a good time. This was a great recommend. Probably the best uh, one so far today. Yeah, it's not bad.
3: Huh. Yeah, <laughs> this I like is it. great although I killed the spider and now the spider's back for some reason
4: that happens Yeah,
3: I, I killed the spider <laughs> and then they said I learned stab so I stabbed a tree then the tree attacked me so I burned down the forest the forest is done but the spider's back
0: so Oh, the, spy- yeah, the spider alive. never wants to leave that's like the Gorn I killed the Gorn like four times and somehow I kept coming back but you know it's a weird thing I also went to Vegas and went to a strip club as the Hulk <laughs> um, I became half Batman and half Hulk at one point So I had the strength (laughs) of Hulk. It was great. And the AI was the one telling me that stuff. Because I said, while I was in Hulk form, I said, I want to be Batman. And it said, you are now half Hulk and half Batman. And it went on to explain, you have the strength of Hulk, but the cunning and wisdom of Batman. And then I had to kill all my enemies. And the Joker was the worst of them all. And he fought the Gorn at one point. It was dumb. Super dumb, but kind of fun. Anyway, go check it out. Character.ai, everybody.
3: So that's Overwatch two.
0: That's Overwatch Thanks. two. That's the
4: news. Uh, that comes out Wednesday or Tuesday, right? Uh, I guess I said October second, whatever. I guess they had two
3: next Tuesday. I don't know. Whenever they patch it. Oh, no, maybe guess. it's fourth.
4: Sunday doesn't make sense for Blizzard. Oh no, no, fourth. it'd be
0: Tuesday, right? So forth, yeah. yeah.
4: Uh,
3: they
0: um, they say yeah. uh, the reviews I've read so far. A lot of reviews in progress, and they're kind of all over the place. Um, I can't. Get a beat on how it is. I'm trying to.
3: I don't know what the game is, so that seems fair. What do you review? Are you reviewing Uh, a patch, a season, new characters, new graphics? Like I, I don't know what to think. Yeah. I I think that will be exciting for people that are hungry for more Overwatch content. Yeah. It's coming to you. There you go. You got it. I hope you're ready to give them your phone number.
0: Um, here, like Windows Central says, Overwatch Two review in progress. The bold step forward, Blizzard's hero shooter needed. Um, but I've read others that say Overwatch 2 review in progress at GameSpot.com, disquiet in the soul, whatever that means. They're not happy.
3: Oh, that's dramatic.
0: Uh, fun with fun game with worrying progressions, says another uh, GamerRant.com. It's all over the place, man. IGN doesn't even say. Let's see. Initial review, more shooter, less team. Mm, I don't know about that. Anyway, expect real reviews and not in progress stuff probably to start hitting by uh the weekend, I don't know. Maybe. The point is, um it's coming. It's uh coming out and they're doing some stuff with this AI to stop people from being toxic. All chat is gone. You're required to have a phone number to re- uh, to play the game, which is a little bit weird. I don't understand that, but okay. Um you have to do that So with the
3: it's part of their so I I kind of heard a little bit about this. I meant to research it more, but honestly, uh I wasn't too plussed about it to dive too deep into it, but I guess they're trying to crack down on toxicity. And part of the efforts to crack down on toxicity is to, um, they want to be able to moderate voice chat to some degree. Mm. And part of that is you have to give them your phone number and you have to give consent for uh, your calls to potentially be recorded and possibly be reviewed. That's what Bo was saying. AI to detect and stuff like that. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, me personally, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Doesn't move my needle of interest on Overwatch 2. So you know, they could ask for a blood sample for all I care. It's not going to impact my gameplay. But I can see where some people might think this is a bit of a bridge too far. I think it kind of depends on where they ask. Like if this is you know, everybody got up in arms about Diablo three requiring an always on internet connection, right? Yeah. If this is a, if you want to play overwatch two, you're going to register your phone number with us and you're going to consent to have your audio recorded, whether you're using our audio services or not.
0: Yeah. C- point of clarification. I, I think, they're not saying they're going to record your phone calls. That's it's a I separate think,
3: thing. They're not recording. I think your phone That's calls. a little, that's a little much, but I don't, I don't know exactly where the agreement to consent is coming in. You know, is it to use blizzard voice? Like if we're going to pop on blizzard voice chat, is that when it comes up and they're like, Hey, we want to be able to pull your call logs if we need to like, okay, well that's part of the agreement for being in blizzard voice. If you don't like it, do the call on discord.
0: Right. You know? Right. And a lot of it is chat being converted to audio and then used as proof that you were being toxic
4: i'm sure Uh, the audio on discord's not stored anywhere uh,
0: well (laughs) i don't know yeah the discord (laughs) uh, good point point anyway (laughs) they're talking about in-game audio
4: if you're using like the blizzard audio stuff but i mean in theory if you're using any audio on the internet it you know potentially is i mean not intentionally just it has the potential to be it's
0: just out there somebody else hears it they can record it it. Uh, even if it's encrypted and they're listening in real time they'll just analog
4: data infinitely replicable yeah so, but the reason
0: possible. the phone is probably is just like, hey, you're giving us a, a verifiable piece of real world information, and that should keep you a little more cognizant that you're just not some anon in the middle of the internet that nobody can find. We have your phone number, and I the feel same like, thing. I feel like, same thing happens over at Valorant; they do the same exact thing, and nobody cared. So I don't know why it's a big deal now. But
4: yeah, that 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 to me was the like the biggest takeaway from this for me was like, I mean, it's it's kind of obvious. Blizzard's a keyword clickbait soup for or catnip for gaming press i'm like why where were the articles in valorant did this or announced this like yeah but like every site has had some variation of blizzard introduces uh ai recording and everyone's mad and then everyone's publishing and i'm like i get that we're like upset with blizzard but this is again we go back to the pre bad news blizzard era yeah. where i just feel like people trash on that company for just because
2: Oh yeah, it's just no. a whipping of course they like, will.
4: This is an example of it. I'm starting to vacillate back towards the like, yeah, you know, we're mad at the mad at them about some stuff, but this is just clearly the cottage industry making money off Blizzard. It's a lot
0: you know, like politics. You can say, it. "Oh man, I can't believe the current administration did a thing," and they don't really bother to go look at what's the norm, and that turns out the norm is every administration does it. It's a little like right. that. It's like, uh, you just are getting triggered because it's Blizzard, and I get it,
4: but. No, they're making money off of it. You know, that's the, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's because I, I feel like as part of our weekly activity, I do the rounds on the news sites, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So I it just feels like I'm I'm seeing the trends and patterns and, you know, the YouTube algorithm for me. And I'm just like, man, like
3: people. Well, just, I mean, it's also a bigger. I mean, Valorant is not as big a game as Overwatch. Uh, I mean, uh, that's true. I think,
4: I guess so. I don't actually know, is it? I don't know. I know it has more viewership for sure on Twitch, whatever that means. Valorant does. But uh, Blizzard, like, here's the thing. is like they're both popular. But it's also a
3: newer game than Overwatch.
4: I think this is what I'm trying to say is that people farm Blizzard for clicks and revenue and stuff, right? You think of content creators. Sure. Nine times out of ten, they're pissed off about something what the Blizzard did or their Blizzard game did. You don't, I don't, and a lot of it's algorithms, so it's very biased what I'm seeing for sure, but I don't see a lot of, you'll never believe what Riot did with League of Legends, or you never believe what Riot's did. Well, Riot's had sexual assault allegations. Yeah. Riot's working on this stuff. Um, it's not as Globally, marketable. Riot's is big and has eclipsed, revenue-wise, Blizzard for sure. It's right. just, I, they're, I think, and again, I limit maybe this to, no, I think it's the world people, you know, and I'm guilty of this, so I'm speaking from from personal experience it's like, oh, there's another Blizzard bashing video, let me click it, what's going on now? Like, it's almost like the the drama mill or something like that, like but I don't do that with EA, I, like I see Ubisoft did something, I'm like, I don't want to watch
3: that video but well, it was a I think video, I it, I think watch it, it speaks yeah. to our personal feelings towards a company, like it, for right or for wrong like the downfall of blizzard to what they are now felt personal to a lot of people, us included. We used to be a blizzard focused podcast. Like it, no, there's no beating around the bush. It's a company that meant a lot to us. Yeah. So yeah, we have a vested interest in it. I think there's a lot of people in the creator space and the article space that had a vested interest in it. And so I think when, riot does something okay riot's doing something when blizzard does something it's more of a statement about a company that is going through a dramatic change and i think there's a greater curiosity to it Mm -hmm. now uh, that doesn't mean you're i'm not trying to argue that Bo's wrong that people aren't farming hate clicks and stuff like that i do think that it's a little weird blizzard doesn't have a great track record with how they handle reporting and combating toxicity so i think there's very real criticisms to be levied at blizzard they're more than happy to fire customer support people and not have the kind of support needed to handle tickets and stuff like that rather preferring to automate the process and not follow through um i made this point when i talked about it on my stream yesterday i said you know why is it that you don't see the toxicity um, problem as prevalent in a game like final fantasy 14 versus wow. Some of it is size and scale. If you same as like a Twitch chat right now, not a lot of people coming in here and just talking trash and getting themselves banned. You go to somebody that's got 3000 viewers live. You're probably going to see some people getting banned from just being in there trolling. Like some of it is a numbers game, Mm. but there is another element to it, which is just these if you go to Final Fantasy, you know you get banned for stuff. Yeah. If you do, if you act up in wow, who knows? You're probably gonna be fine. There's probably gonna be no recourse. Like people don't do mods in Final Fantasy and show it on stream because they've seen repercussions for it. People have gotten away with stuff on other games. Sure. So I think that it's I think it's a case of they don't have a great track record. So when Blizzard steps in and goes, well, hey, we're going to do this thing. Riot actually has a better track record of cracking down on problematic behavior. They, I don't think that's true. Uh, Go look it up. I will stand by it. And if you can prove me wrong, I'll take it back.
0: Those early days of League were really toxic. I, mean, yes, I know they've but they've, done they've stuff.
3: turned it around is what I'm saying. They have shifted a narrative of Starting to try and fix the no, problem, I mean, I've and maybe played that's recently. what Blizzard is trying to do here, yeah. But they haven't shown that same track record yet,
0: yeah. But I think that's fair. I mean, I i bet if I got into league tonight, I'd find some buttholes. Um,
4: sure, but it Playing mean, Wild Rift, you still see n words and stuff like it, it, extreme toxicity in there, like it. A lot of it, I, I, anyway, I think, I don't think i think all companies have problems i think all companies are not great at it i think blizzard gets put under the magnifying glass to a disproportionate
0: disproportionate degree do you think it's just because there's a market for that like there's like a a content people
4: earn living like there's some people whose 80 50 percent of their content creation is you'll never believe what blizzard did today like you know and some of them will go after other companies for sure it's not like it's exclusive but i mean when something as benign as this comes up like they record, I'm like, your Alexa is recording your voice chat. Like, your phone is doing it. Like, this is actually a nothing. This is like, this is a clear example of a nothing burger news article that was on every site because it's Blizzard. And I just, that's all, that's the comment. Like, I don't really have any deep thing to say beyond that. I do wish yeah. they'd have said. I think everything John said is correct. I don't actually just, I don't think we're, sure. like, I, I don't really feel like we're at odds in what we're saying, John. No. I
3: think we just, I, I, I think both are true. I think both,
4: be be I think the, both of them yeah. are true. Yeah. But I it just it's for the same reasons that I get irritated about it. So I'm like I still like Blizzard as a company. I'm still rooting for them to turn around and I want to play Diablo 4 and their survival games. I you know, I want to have like I want to like their games in the future. Sure. Um so yeah, I still have a bit of that feeling of like you know, you're you're given it you're just yeah, anyways. I do uh, wish
0: I, I do the wish of. these articles <laughs> I wish these articles would spend more time though saying oh that's interesting asking for a phone number is that actually a common thing and then go look first that's
3: all Yeah that's been my biggest problem so I like I said I talked about this on my stream yesterday a bit and I was a lot harsher on it yesterday because literally the article that I read was like blizzard is going to make you tell them your phone number and they're going to record all your voice chat and like and then it turned into overwatch 2 releases on like that was the only bit of information in the article and that's all you have to go off for your your reaction to things and of course it's going to become hyperbolic and it's going to feed into itself when that's all you're providing but there's a lot of questions who else is doing this is this a standard practice for uh online games what level is this only for blizzard chat or is this going to be for all chat? Are you going to be forced to be participating in blizzard chat? Mm -hmm. What is the phone number going to be used for? Like there are so many extra questions. And to, to what Bo's saying, like people don't care about that for their clickbait. They want you to go there. They want you to read the article. They want you to get mad and probably comment down in a comment section because that all feeds into their revenue stream. Mm-hmm. But there's very few people out there that are going, "Hey, here's the actual information. Here's what you here's what you need to know to form a real feeling about this."
0: Yeah, and the reason they don't goes to Bo's point, which is they 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 don't benefit, especially if you're a YouTuber and don't really have to live by whatever stringent journalistic rules others might try to employ every day in their work. You are just a YouTuber and you're saying whatever the frick you want to say. And that's fine. Let them say what they want to say. But if if you're not vetting everything, if you're not really going after information, at the end of the day, all I can assume is you just want people to freak out because your thumbnails got you going... (gasps) <gasps> and the headline is <laughs> blizzard yeah. takes your phone number. What? Blah. Like that is, those are blatant <laughs> attempts to at just farm. That's farming. Yeah.
4: Drama farming.
0: Yeah. I, like I mean,
3: that. I don't want to necessarily even hyper-focus YouTubers. Cause like I said, mine came from an article. Like I, as soon as people yeah. in my chat said that to me, I was like, what's the article? Let me see it. I went to the article and read the thing yeah. and it was a news article, not a YouTuber that was basically being just as hyperbolic as what you described so and i mean it is not all websites but there are certainly plenty out there that are just throwing it up so they can have the the news clicks and be the first one there and uh it's unfortunate it's really unfortunate because i I feel like i feel like this is a story where it's like i'd probably have strong opinions on this if I knew exactly what the context (laughs) nobody
0: will tell us yeah
3: yeah Yeah. but I feel like I need to hear it from Blizzard and I need to hear it reported on like how it's going to work I'm probably going to need to see it in action uh, before I can actually make that because if you go to the news articles all they're telling you is like hey here's the thing and uh, you know I didn't know that it was something that Valorant was doing because nobody like Bo said nobody cared when Valorant was doing it right
0: and others uh, that probably doesn't
3: do. doesn't make and we just it don't know right it. for blizzard that doesn't make it right for valorant necessarily but nobody was talking about it and we don't have that so it's a it's a frustration to uh have to talk about i'm not like even convinced purpose. that
0: it's bad like i don't know i have no I idea
3: don't know. <laughs> yeah i don't know
4: yeah. so discord like some discord servers require me to have a phone number and then they record i'm sure like the data is literally existing on a computer yeah. somewhere, even as it gets transmitted. So I'm like, I'm like, this is the biggest non deal, uh, ever. But you know, it, like I said, it was a slow news week and it hit all the major sites. And I, God, wanted I was to make talking a comment it. about it. I was like, listen, just cause they've done some bad stuff doesn't mean we have to literally put everything they do under a microscope.
0: Yeah. Well, let me ask you this bad, you know this and uh educator tools thing seems really cool to me but i wanted to ask you first bo today was a big D anD D day and you followed the announcements from wizards and everybody
4: yeah i did so i put that in my stuff i played because i didn't have a pretty big list maybe i don't know if you want to talk about it now i don't have a lot of comments but um yeah i did i did look at the play I, I said i wasn't going to but then I had some downtime at work. I started looking at play test materials. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was in a situation where I can't play video games and I don't want to get too distracted. So I was like, let me just crack open the dock and start taking a
0: look. Sure. So I mean, yeah, did, did anything not? jump out like, oh, no, fighters have three heads now. It's a rule or something like what?
4: No, what no. Know? I mean, my impressions, there's not a lot of content in, in, in them, but my impressions is that it, it is aligning pretty close to fifth edition so there's 20 levels there's feats but there's nice little changes mm. so there's going to be uh, feats unlocked at certain levels so right now feats are just like g- these generic things that you have access to from level one on right now there's like level 20 feats that you only get at level 20 they're epic boons and what actor has been moved to a fourth level so you can't get the actor feat till fourth level like the it made some adjustments to feats Hmm. uh they are have a really interesting change to exhaustion mechanics oh really so right now you get six levels of exhaustion you die maybe it's seven but it's anyways and and like you get some pretty severe penalties now the way exhaustion works is that you get minus one to all your rolls for each level and minus one to your spell save dc that you set and there are 10 levels of exhaustion Wow. So there's a lot more room to actually make, you know, if you only have one level of exhaustion, you only get minus one to all your rolls. You know, you're tired, but it's not like super punishing like it is. One of them is like your movement zero in, in, in the yeah. old version. Yeah. So it's 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 mildly punished. Like obviously you're gonna hate having lower rolls. Um, and it goes up ten levels, and then at the eleventh level you die because you're just too exhausted. But the trade-off is that when you long rest, you only recover one level. It's not a full refresh. Oh. And I I, I commented on Twitter that some people are going to find that aggravating, but here's the thing. I think if they do it right mechanically, there'll be more spells that can all, like there's more design room to have ways to to mitigate Speed up exhaustion. And also things like, that cause sickness. Like yeah. you're, you you do not know, have like a sickness spell, Ray of sickness. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe that would actually infer exhaustion on enemy combatants. Mm. So, um, this does come from a more grindier, uh, travel, travel and time comes at a, at a cost. There's a bit more emphasis, but I, I am interested. I think it's a more elegant solution than what they have now, because I really sort of hate giving you guys exhaustion right now, because basically as soon as any level of exhaustion hits you, it sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. Remember, bad. it's just a tiny negative to a die roll, so you're not getting tremendously punished unless you're going to, like, nine levels of exhaustion. Then you're, like, minus nine, and it sucks. Yeah. But minus one or two, you might gamble, like, yeah, we're tired, but we can't rest. Let's take the minus one and keep pushing on. And I'm like, okay, I kind of, I, I, I like it. I think it's a, a good change. So yeah, it's, it's
0: interesting, in the, interesting uh, dose yeah. of granularity in the way that those yeah. systems work. Yeah. A-
3: and I also think it's a, it's an easy way to house rule. Like, hey, if you absolutely hate it, it's very easy to house rule. Like you recover all your exhaustion yeah. on rest for our game. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's very, I like things that can be very simply fixed by a house rule if you absolutely sure. hate it, where it's a little trickier with a more complicated system
4: yeah. and also like if you have high exhaustion you can just say we spend three days and there's nothing wrong with the time jump in DD. we spend three days in the end the passive event you know like yeah i, sure. I think yeah. that's kind
3: of cool actually the more i yeah. think about it so, so,
0: did, so did the uh um i was gonna say about that oh this just reminds me when i fiddled around a little bit with pathfinder they had they had more complex Ish uh stuff you had to jump through when it came to things like exhaustion or even rest states and things like that. I don't know if this is an attempt to bring it closer to that or just bring it to a more complicated place. I don't know. I don't mean that in a bad way, but that's what it sounds like to me. I'm just trying um, to add layers there, depth to those mechanics.
4: Early indication to me is that 5e was a way to simplify the rule set and make it broad. I can already see the complexity creep. This is like the exhaustion mechanic is more complex than it was previously. Uh, Cause you'll actually be probably using it more often. So that's complexity creep. Um, yeah, I think mostly I didn't see a lot of it. It's just maybe a sign of things to come. Yeah. Interestingly enough, like classes, like they move things around in classes, but you know, they haven't done too much. It's a lot of tweaking. John, you'll be interested to know as a bard player, -hmm. I believe I might be mistaken, but I think your bardic inspiration is now castable as a reaction.
3: Oh, oh, nice! That's which, yeah,
4: which which actually is like you want to use like your bonus action for attack or a thing, and you want to move, but maybe someone's about to face a difficulty scene. You're like, I sing to make you stronger, and then you know, like that's (laughs) give the dice as a react. I think that. So there's like some think, good I think, that makes going a, on there.
3: I think that makes a lot of good sense, because I have found playing a bard that more often than not, you don't want you want to use inspiration when it's not your turn. Yeah. And then you, and it's always a feeling of I should have with it instead of. Oh, yeah, look at me like I right now in our game, I, there are two people sitting with inspiration. They don't really need it. They have it. They can use it as of right now it's kind of wasting time as a reaction you at least know you're going to use it and it's an incentive for the player too to use a mechanic because you know if you if you keep giving out this rare resource and it never gets used you're like okay well all it's doing is training me not to use a rare resource Mm -hmm. and that's not the way you should play it
4: there's already a lot of that with the spell slot system and stuff too so Yeah. yeah um we're definitely feeling that. So that's just a small little change. I do want to talk another big thing though. Oh that's tell a do big tell shift. All right. Um they're sort of um offloading things from race. So there's gonna be no more half races, like half elf, half work. Really? Wow. So basically you can be any combination of races. Like why Cause they, they're very specific things. Like if you're a half elf, you're this, you're a ha- you yeah. can still be a half elf, but sure. you'll just say like, I have a parent who's a human and a parent who's an elf. And there'll be some guidelines about picking from the human and elf traits as you wish. You can average the age out and like, they're just not going to define, you know, cause if, with our um, increased awareness, you know, there's some sensitivity issues around like strictly like defining what a race does and what the characteristics of the race are. Now, if you're a dwarf, you're still short. You can still be a tall dwarf if you want, but like they're still going to go along certain special factors that are common to the, the fantasy things, but they're being less um definitive about what exactly it means to be an orc, including, and this is the big news, uh, there'll be no more stat bonuses based on race oh interesting so now your stat bonus your plus two to strength and plus one is based on your background so mm. if you were an orc but you spent all your time in the library you get big brains you don't have to have big strength like you don't have like there's no like if you're this race that you strong or you big brain or you have career like it's not It's like less racist, essentially, (laughs) like like basically like, you know, and I think it's a good move because people often like to play characters that are of a fantasy race, but stand out against the type. So, yeah, I want to play an orc, but I want to be a monk orc, a monk orc. So I need to be fast, not muscly. So I want to play like a, you know, thin, still muscle, but I need high decks and stuff. Sure, because then you get to this thing like, well, if I want to be the best monk there is, I got to play like a elf or, or you know, like a, a fast race, right? Min-, min maxing, yeah. So they've they've taken it out. So you just pick your background, and um, uh, as someone pointed out to me on Twitter, because I, I was a little salty about the language part of this, but um, uh, the backgrounds you can just make your own. Like they're going to give you the recipe ingredients. They're going to give some prefab ones like a charlatan or a soldier but you can just mix and match your background if you're like i want to be a space cadet then it's like okay well pick the things that go with a space cadet and like there you go that's your background you can be whatever you want the only thing i don't like is it feels like lang- there's too many polyglots in D, but i'm not gonna get <laughs> to that
1: here i no. got, I got
4: into, yeah i got had my little rant about polyglotism. Mm. because there's spells like comprehend languages that really lose value if your party knows 12 languages like yeah. like it's just like let's go like come on no <clears throat> especially people of low intellect if you're playing hey me warrior like I know three language gooka goo, and you're know, just like how you you can barely understand speak the first one yeah yeah so you know i it, it, i find it, i find it inelegant, but overall the background system is actually pretty exciting And this is the kind of change where I'm like, I don't know if this call is 5.5. This is like six. This is a full on new edition. This is a very fundamental change. I'm
3: still with you on the just call it D&D six camp. So I
4: think what they're doing here, though, is they are trying to minimize as much as possible the difference between whatever this is and fifth edition, because a lot of money sunk into D&D beyond. Like you have two doors. One is you completely flush D&D beyond and start from scratch. (laughs) <laughs> or you already leverage the still value of the content on there and modify it and have a cost savings, not having to rewrite everything from scratch.
0: Yeah, and they just bought the damn thing, so it's not like they want to just yeah. chuck it out yeah. immediately so, or
4: start over. Yeah. In, in many ways, I think this will be like a tiny little jump so they can leverage that, but they are making some pretty fundamental changes that are I, interesting.
3: I understand the decision with the name for them internally, but I think historically, we will look back and refer to this as 5.5. 5. I just 6.
4: don't want to say. Do you want to play w- which version of D and D you want to play? I want to play the one version. Like I just don't. I, yeah. You know, I'm picky about names. Stadia sucks. One sucks.
0: <coughs> what if they called it D and D X.
4: Dot Box X. One. D and D. Yeah. Still no. I, I don't. I. I'm just. Xbox has so much goodwill from me that I'm willing to overlook the terrible name. Like, yeah, not that this—it's bad. Like, it's just—it's still bad. You know, boys, but I want to play Series X with me. Like, yeah. I know no one says that. People
0: will say, do "You have a, you have Xbox?" Yeah, I do. Oh, which one? Well, I have the new Series X. That's usually how that conversation goes.
4: Yeah, this yeah. is where PlayStation wins. One, two, three, four, five. Like, no, they do absolutely. Keep it's keep the it smarter simple. naming convention. A great market has a lot of mind share. Like, don't overthink it.
0: I agree. If they came out and changed it and went PlayStation Max or some dumb shit, I'd be like, no, guys, you missed no. it. You got a lot of numbers ahead of you. Just keep using those. Although maybe they don't. <laughs> I don't know. shouldn't say. Uh, things are getting weird in that business. Anyway, well, there you go. Also, they're providing these educator tools to start D&D clubs in schools. This would have not existed in my high school because every adult teacher and everyone else I knew Was terrified that D&D was killing us. That we were all a bunch of freaking Satan worshiping weirdos. But look at us today. This is progress, you guys. D&D clubs at school? Holy shit.
3: I think D&D for, like, kids, for educational purposes, for social community, for clubs, I think this is incredibly smart. Like, I think it is one of the best activities you can have children engage in.
4: Yeah. Yeah. and, And, like... and and I don't know if you guys watched the video I linked. It's only four minutes, and I just linked it there so you can kind of maybe show it on the stream. But I I wa- I was like, wow, I really like this video. It just made me feel. It just shows high school people playing, and it kind of like put the smile on my face and made me feel really good and brought back memories of playing in high school. Like I, I think it was a really well done, short little marketing video. And there's a series of videos on there. Uh, explaining rules to young people and they have a ton of free handouts for people like in grade, I think three to six and then grade six to eight. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's great. Like, obviously we can't listen to the full thing on the show, but listeners go, go to the D and D YouTube page and watch it. It's really great. Yeah. That seems (sighs) like this
3: is, this is going to sound a little weird, but this is a hundred percent true. When we started playing D and D together, I felt like, you remember that game that came out on the Nintendo DS, the Brain Age game? Oh yeah. Where it was if you play these puzzles every single day, you're going to feel like you use mo- your brain more effectively. Yeah. That's how I felt after we started playing D&D for a while. Mm. Because we have gotten we tend to get to a place where we get very stagnant and very like used to our like what we typically do in a day, our routines. Sure. And I feel like D and D breaks that and makes for critical thinking in a way that we're not used to doing in a day to day experience. And I think it kind of awakens that part of the brain. At least that's how I felt personally by doing it. All of a sudden, I was thinking more about you know long term consequences, cause and effect, how other people might react, like thinking outside of the box. Especially as a spellcaster, you know what what does this do? What will this lead to? I think that this is a awesome tool to kind of awaken people's minds and not not even just kids. I think in general, like I'm such an advocate for D&D in general that I feel like even adults like should be playing this game. I think it really kind of awakens a type of brain activity that you're not used to using and generally makes you a better person.
0: Always good for kids. so uh you're right everybody but kids kids in particular their brains are developing they may not be exactly exposed to this right away maybe more now than ever but still i think this is a really cool initiative as well and i hope it goes well for them uh and like i said over just go to the wizard site wizards.com dnd.wizards.com there's all these videos are linked all the discussion about it's all right there a couple of quick uh final things before we take a break today vampire survivors 1.0 should happen on october 20 20- 20th so that's coming up oh shit and a new engine before that in some sort of patch form what do we know about that are they just using unity or something or what
3: i don't know but they said they're putting it in a new engine they have been doing slow graphical updates yeah. to get a little away from just like kind of castle Castlevania right?
4: ripoff stuff how, yeah. how, how mad you, how can i know how mad you would be if it was full unity 3d like unreal engine 5 like all of a sudden it's the same gameplay but it's like full graphics color i wouldn't complain mad, and or that. would you
3: be like cool cool, cool. i think it. i've played so much of it at this point that it would just be new and it would be exciting for that okay. reason right. but yeah i don't i like man i'm just excited like oh they're also i think they have already done it but they did announce i think a couple weeks ago that they were going to do a price hike on it and they're like, just so you know, oh. it's going to be more expensive. Well, it so better be. It now they're not, it's, they're <laughs> not getting enough cheap. for two
0: ninety nine or whatever. They need to charge more for that game. That's they ridiculous. Do. They do.
3: I think it went up to four ninety nine. Like, oh, I don't it. think it's that. Hold on, oh, let me
0: dollars Four ninety
3: nine. Let me see what it's currently at. Yeah, it's four ninety nine now.
0: You could do nine ninety so, nine. You could do ten bucks. I think it'd be worth it.
3: They could have done more, but they're like, no, guys, we're.
0: And $4.99. Think, if this thing comes out at twenty nine ninety nine, then there's a problem. But if they sold this for ten bucks, I have no problem with that.
3: Honestly, I think, I think twenty nine ninety nine is a fair price to ask for. <laughs> it's this. a good game, dude. It's a really good I game. $29.99? I have played twenty nine ninety nine. I have played seventy six hours of this game. Yeah, but it only took four hours to make. <laughs> <laughs>
4: They're still making the game, though. I'm just kidding. I'm just making making jokes. It looks like it took four hours to make. Well, it definitely didn't take long to take
0: all those old sprites from a Castlevania 16-bit game and strip them and use them. But uh, to be fair, just
4: if anyone's taken that the wrong way, I like this game. It deserves all the praise. It's great. John Lathers on it, uh, and, and I fully support it. I just very good Steam Deck game, by the way. I'm just, I guess, a really toxic person. Plays really well on Steam Deck, which we'll talk about
0: more later. Uh, also, we talked about this a little bit briefly in the pre-show, but the Last of Us HBO trailer looks pretty good. Uh, landed this week, and uh, yeah, I'm all in on that. I haven't even played yeah. the second game, but I'm. Uh, this is the first yeah, story anyway, right?
4: Yeah, it looks good. It's the most interested I've been in anything called Last of Us, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the
3: this is the opposite of the Stadia announcement where now, unfortunately, because you can go back and hear our reactions, you can hear me rail about how what a bad idea I thought this show was going to be when they announced they were working on it. And Scott would say, but it's by the guy who did Chernobyl. And I was like, yeah, he also did the sequels to The Hangover. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we had all those discussions back in the day. But I have to admit, I am mega hyped for the show doesn't mean it'll be good but i am mega hyped for it
4: chernobyl's got to count for something though it, it's pretty good that's like, so good we, we it's a if that's if if chernobyl hap, chernobyl <laughs> happened after that's a redemption arc for i think you yeah. know, we all make mistakes and and then, you know, we... we but also I, it
0: takes it takes a room. It doesn't take just one guy. So Craig Mazin, who's the showrunner, true, is the guy you're true. talking about. He's a very talented, very smart guy, but he may have been, you know, been in some bummer projects. Uh, I follow him on Twitter. He's a really interesting dude. And I feel like it's in good hands. They could blow it. But the thing that gives me the most comfort is, and I forgot his name and I didn't write it down, but the co-creator of The Last of Us game is neil Druckmann? there you go yeah full-time producer on the show and has been there all along for everything to do with story touch up to how's this supposed to look to are these characters right like i feel like that's a big plus here and you don't normally have that involvement in these game to movie or tv show translations so to me that's a big get that he's doing yeah
3: And I I think the fact that, you know, him, I saw looking on the IMDb page, it looks like some of the voice actors are getting roles in the show in some capacity, unknown what they are, Um, not playing the original characters, but doing something else. Like, I think that that speaks to the passion behind this. You know, we kind of mentioned it in the pre-show. One of the things that I'm worried about, because they're doing a live action, again, Avatar, the Last Airbender show for Netflix. Yeah. And I see the cast for it and I get so excited about the cast. But the thing that still makes me very concerned about that, besides the fact that the cartoon's perfect,
0: there's no reason. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine um, with it existing, (laughs) but I'm with you. It's like, why did you even bother? Just i don't know it's weird
3: but the the thing that concerns me is that the uh they were also originally working with the original creators of the show and mm-hmm. that kind of gives a sense and a feeling of like oh maybe you know they're there they're into it and then they departed the show and they were like they aren't sharing our vision for the future the
0: yeah show. that's so concerning in
3: a and then you go oh boy like the people that yeah. were involved in the thing i like don't want to be involved in this i don't know how i yeah. feel about that Uh, this doesn't have that problem and it gives me a little bit more hope. And I think that again, the cast is really, really good.
4: Yeah. They look great. I'm all Pedro Pascal being in it is 80% of the reason why I'm like interested in watching it. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like
3: pretty much watch it. I
0: like that girl from game of Thrones a lot. I liked her. She did some amazing voice acting for this little animated thing on Netflix called forgot the name of it. It's great though. This wonderful animated series. I think it's, there's only two. Was she
4: playing game of Thrones? She's the little she
0: Mormont was the girl. Bear
3: Island girl. That yeah. Oh, Mormont. Yeah, yeah. And the
0: Mormont girl oh, that kept shit. going. I'm the king of the north, and she'd vo- <laughs> voted for what's his name and all that.
4: Got yeah, no, she's great. Yeah, got sure. smooshed. Oh, and then I'm Bo- actually rewatching yeah. Game of Thrones right now.
0: Oh, you are nice. Bo, you noticed yeah. this morning that um, uh, uh, Kimiko from or uh, Kimiko from the boys is in. Yeah, is in uh, the. In the- Callista Dead Space 4. Yeah, the in Dead, Dead Space, Space 4 the Callista protocol deal.
4: For those <laughs> Yeah, who I are know cuz I mean like cuz that what you know it? is it Josh doom 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 like like you that guy shows up and you're like okay they got they got like a actor to like who was like Oh my god, it's Josh Duhamel. My, wa- yeah. my
0: wife feels that way about him. She would oh, know. No. She I'm sorry. Loves I don't him. know
4: who is. Um, but like, but you know, I've only I think ever seen him in Transformers. Like <laughs> I'm just like, okay. But then Kimiko shows up and I'm like, oh shit, I have to buy like I that love her. that turned this
3: game into like, I don't know, to be like,
4: I have to play this game now. I mean, this I guy wanted... looks
3: like if Timothy Oliphant and Carl Urban had a kid.
0: <laughs> well, to be to be fair to him, he had a career before either of those two guys, so he's That's doing all right. true.
3: Yeah. He in, it he's fine. Okay. He's the I'm grandfather ex- of both of them.
0: He's a good looking guy. He's he's a decent he's actor. Fine. He's he's good in that Vegas show that was on years ago.
4: He's fine. He's fine. I'm just not you know. You can't be excited about every actor, and he's like not one. He just doesn't hit my. My
0: wife radar is at all. stoked about him being in a game she will never play. She says, "He's <laughs> in this." I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, I love him. She says, "She just loves him." So there's no mm-hmm. getting around it. And she's not here. Well, he's she's a handsome
4: Oregon. man, I, I, well, for sure. Yeah, he's a
0: good-looking guy. You'd make out with him if he asked you, right? I, yeah, I yeah. think so. You'd touch wings. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think so. I don't Bo, know. Bo would touch wieners. Of
0: course, I, would. I don't. I don't <laughs> it depends
3: like. Depends on what led up to the kiss. Really, like, I don't.
4: You know. You know, uh, you know. Maybe. What if he said,
0: no. "Bo, I want to play the lightsaber penis game." Do you want to play that with me?
3: Probably
4: not. Okay. All right. I'm just. I just want to know how. But far like that, would, if a girl came up to me and said, "I want to play lightsaber penis," I'd be like, I well, don't know. About this that's person. That's just ridiculous. Well, that would be weird only though one because one person with
3: the lightsaber.
0: And right. That's a single lightsaber. You
4: can still play lightsaber penis with one <laughs> lightsaber.
3: <laughs> don't you guys know the rules? Yeah, but then you. What is she there for? You can I, do that by she... yourself without the girl asking you. Yeah. What is? Well, you can you can play solitaire version
0: as well. <laughs> <Like it's... laughs> Single player lights
4: lightsaber wiener. I know what you mean. You're talking about the duels version. Yeah, the duels. Talking
3: about the duel of fates. Yeah, that. yeah.
4: Uh,
0: this yeah. someone in the chat says not gay, but I'd totally play Hot Wheels. What is it Hot Wheels on his hot abs? Nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice uh yeah. well anyway but
4: anyway yeah she's a great guy uh yeah sure Good. josh call me and Kamiko's awesome and
0: beers. she's great and i also had the same feeling of like ooh, i love her i can't wait to see her character in this so she's she's great and you never hear her talking the boys so it'll be nice to have
3: like no. some voice no know? and she's great because i watched her she does cooking stuff on youtube like it's fantastic i admit i've watched her cooking stuff too it's great <laughs> I'm, it's I'm super like, fun it's the first she's i've like, heard of
4: this i didn't even know that was a thing
3: yeah She's on you YouTube know,
4: doing cooking. Okay. She's definitely like crush worthy, you know, and you're just like, oh, what is that? Like She was doing, I guess, um, like this blog with uh, Sunshine Girl. What's her name? Starlight Aaron Moriarty. Oh, yeah. Oh, Josh is. Yeah, I know. Look, yeah. I
3: watched the YouTube channel. You, I def- watched the YouTube channel, <laughs> though. <laughs> you're more Stan than I am. Uh, you, you, uh, you
4: know, so Starlight yeah, and then I was like, oh, she does cooking videos? And, you know, just like, yeah, I don't know. You find someone adorbs and kind of... She is adorable. Here's the thing that I did not expect from the boys.
0: The boys, one of the most raucous, edgy, out there, ridiculously over-the-top sort of stuff, content, right? That thing, that show is NC-17 top to bottom. However, somehow it managed, out of all television of any kind on any channel aimed at any audience, somehow that show has the most wholesome couple in Frenchie and her. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they worked it out. I care more about how they're going to end up and how they're going to feel than I care about most of the overarching the world's going to end crap. Like, I love that couple. They're so great. And I didn't expect that. Like, the closest thing to it is like Severance's, uh, (laughs) John Turturro and... um, uh, can't think of his name ah, that guy you know what I'm doing who was the voice I just did uh, ah. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. I don't know <laughs>
4: I can't think of his name. Huh. Famous actor. Huh. He's in a
0: million things. He's he's the wa- he had the watch and uh, walking. Christopher Walken. Jeez. Oh,
3: Christopher huh. Walken. That was your Christopher huh. Walken impression. Huh. <laughs> yeah. huh. I thought maybe Jeff Goldblum for a minute. I was like, well, maybe. Uh, I was, was definitely thinking
4: in the like the Sir Guinness range.
3: Hua. Huh. Huh.
0: Yep. Huh. I don't. I'm an old <laughs>
4: man.
0: Uh, Skull and bones got delayed again. Uh, oh,
4: wait, I got something for that.
0: Didn't they have a date for this? Oh,
3: <laughs> oh my gosh, he does. Did, it. Wait, wait, it like wait. Look prepping all show. <laughs> and then somebody, so much I
0: love work. that they're still playing it on Stadia in that grave, though. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. No, it didn't get killed, though. It's still, you know, a thing. Let's see. Release date isn't all that bad, it says. Uh, it was supposed to be this November, right? Uh, what is it now? Oh, March? <laughs>
3: man, there was one game yeah, I had to look forward or, to
0: this year, and this was it. And it's
3: being well, delayed. maybe it's for the best, Scott, because in their release about the delay, it basically, they confirmed the game is completed. Yeah. And that the delay is simply to polish based on feedback. That tells me this game got raked over the coals, and that that actually matches with some of what I had been hearing from people that played some early access and stuff like that on the game that this game was not good.
0: I talked to so, somebody who helped develop for it and he said he can't believe it. It got greenlit at, in the end he thought it was going to be trash. Well, yeah,
3: it still might be, but the, we're going to wait till March to find out.
4: You know? All right. Well, I, was I was looking what, forward so, uh, to it. it. I really liked to, well, I, maybe the interviews out there, I admit I haven't looked for it, but I wonder if there's an interview with, of the developer out there who worked on a game for 10 years that, this was the worst thing ever, but they spent 10 years of their life on it. What game was it? What... Was it for. Uh... No, no. I just. I wonder if there's an interview with someone. Oh, spe- I'll tell can you. Speak there's. Candidly about I that, can't
3: but... remember the name of the guy. Um, some people may know about this, but I was clued into an interview about a guy who worked on Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm. And he worked on their combat engine. And he did kind of his tell all just talking about the development and design of that game. And. He he did not pull punches in his description of it. Mm. Um, that game
4: is not that bad, though, right? No, like it, it was, no, it was, it was poorly received. Every year we elect games that are not as bad as people say.
0: I don't think it's as bad as John says. John is right about the story. That's where he thinks it's bad. You have to admit, mechanically, I'm not saying okay. it's great. I'm not saying it it's is great. the
3: best playing Mass
0: Yeah, you've always I, said this. So it's just yes. story and character problems, and them d- not- uh, repeating old races. Then they, all that stuff you've talked about a million times before. You're not saying that those things are bad. You're saying it's terrible because, uh, or you're saying it's terrible because of those things, not because
4: it doesn't play well or look good. Right?
3: Plays well, looks pretty okay
4: yeah yeah and like i'm not saying it's great i'm just and i'm not like i realize that's probably an interesting interview you shared too so that's good i just mean like an actual just you know what is it like a balls to bones bad game like there's
3: no redeeming yeah glory. yeah it's definitely yeah, not all. that yeah, yeah. yeah. but and like, a lot yeah. of the attention was on the bugs which did a lot of them did get ironed out Um, I don't think that they're all gone, but yeah, my, my problems with that game are beyond that. There has been a bit of a redemption arc for that. Every time I criticize Andromeda, I get a few people that will say it's good. Um, but it's not. Just what made,
4: me think, <laughs> yeah, what, what made me think of that, Scott, was just because, like, usually even if games are bad, there's some redeeming something or other. Almost there's, always, yeah. There, there's stuff to pull from the husk of a broken thing and made better, or there were some parts that were okay, or, or you know. Sure. But to, like, be, like, full, like, the way you, you described what that guy said, where it's like, I can't believe this got greenlit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, I'm sure it's been five to ten years, like, what's it like working you're like i just punch in for my job or making this game i don't know if it's gonna be good or not anyways it's monday i'm here and like yeah. coding the ui box or something like, i just wonder what that's like like after 10 years to be like oh you know i'm very disappointed with how i spent the last 10 years or something. Well, you know there's, just, there's probably yeah.
0: examples of it where the games come to market and do really well and are beloved and it and it turned around and they didn't think it ever would so i'm sure there's mm-hmm. just as many of those stories out there but yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know like this is this one is one I, I want to be good and I'm going to hope for it until it gets here because I okay. want it to be I like pirates well, I like
4: that positive mindset
0: I like pirates I like the way ships work in Assassin's Creed games is all based on that engine on, on those you know those previous efforts I feel like there's something there but take the time you need and maybe by March we have it all figured out. It won't be oh, Stadia, and though. F- we forgot to mention World of Warcraft, uh, uh, the expansion has been, uh, has a release date. Uh, as of today, it will be out on 11 28, 2022. If you are going to get the next World of Warcraft mainline expansion, that's your big date. Question. Uh, yeah.
4: Are you guys day and dating?
0: For the first time in, How? Let's see, since, since Friends and Family Alpha in 2003, I will not be day oneing a World of Warcraft expansion in that long a time. And I don't know quite I, how to feel about it. How about I'm you, I'm
3: inclined John? to agree with Scott. That, like, I don't think I will. Like, that's still a little ways away. A lot could change. I could be very bored on November 28th, just sitting there going like, man, I got nothing to do. This is crazy. I, sure I guess I could bored. play WoW. That yep. could happen. Could happen. But as of right now, it's not, I'm not planning
0: on it's it. It's not a priority the way it used to be. Certainly. I mean, will I ever play it? Maybe it, here's what would have to happen. Just given the length of uh, just, there's so many factors in this and it'd take a whole show to explain it all. And I probably have another sure. shows.
4: It's probably a bad question on my part. Well, no, Sorry.
0: It's okay. Because I think it's, it's an interesting one. I think if, if I do it, it will be, you know, if I do it around launch time, it will be because reviews are off the charts from sources. I trust. If that happens and they're like, oh, this is a total turnaround from the last expansion. I can't believe we're playing the same Warcraft as we were a year ago. This is insane. That kind of talk starts happening. I'm not saying it will, but if it does, then you might have me. If they don't talk like that and they're like, yeah, three new systems, and I don't know, it's kind of the same game as it's been for 16 years. If I start hearing that kind of talk from, again, sources I trust, I will probably sit this out, at least for now.
4: Yeah, I'm kind of in that boat too. Like I'm most likely out of the three of us to just miss, but yeah. if people are like that jazzed about it, it would be newsworthy. We I'd h i would have I'd feel I'd feel responsible. like I feel like I'd have to. You yeah, know, like
0: Oh, me too. Yeah. Like I I wouldn't I wouldn't be immune to that. I just I don't I feel think that I yet. If we got
3: it, I'd have a good time. I think if we got it, all of us would have a good time. I still stand by. I have never once it, even the expansions I have hated. Um I've never had a bad time going through the level up experience. No, it's in always of good. Warcraft. I've always yeah. had a good time. Even in the expansions, in, like, we don't love whatever to whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cataclysm. Then- uh, when I, when they gave the option to do uh, pick what expansion you level through. I picked Cataclysm because I thought Cataclysm had really cool leveling zones. I hate that expansion. Yeah. But I thought the leveling journey and the stories they told through those zones was actually pretty decent. That's so. how I
0: am with Battle for Azeroth. I played all that stuff three times over, uh, both sides of the continent or the world because I liked that stuff so much. But I really disliked the long tail in that game or in that yeah. expansion. Um the only one I really love from top to bottom if I'm like taking away just sort of the newness of things because Wrath of the Lich King was pretty great, but I still feel like Legion is the one that kept me from morning one when I started playing it all the way through Raid and everything else. Like I just, I loved that. that Those are both great
4: X-packs. Like,
3: you know. yeah. Yeah. I think for me, Wrath, Pandaria and Legion stand out as the ones where I spent the most time in. Yeah. Um, Pandaria I think especially- every single one of them I had a fall off at some point. Yeah. But, um, uh, Pandaria was kind of in the middle because we—that was—that uh, was actually when we started raiding together, yeah. right? It was Siege of Orgrimmar?
0: Yeah, so first I learned yeah. how much you hate trash. That was it. That was <laughs> yeah,
3: when <laughs> when you got to see me hide from the trash and yeah. got to see that that's not just the story I tell. I actually do it. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. You, you, like listeners, this needs to be—I know you've talked about it on the show,
4: but it needs to be emphasized because it was jaw dropping to me too that you you. <laughs> You have no sense of like, well, people are going to kick me from the group. What are they going to think of me? you like, you will literally sit there and hide and not help with the trash. Yep. And it's fun. It's like, it's neat. Like everyone tolerates it, but like, bet your ass if I did it, I'd be out. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a
3: well, I hated a, that guy anyway. Good thing. At first, I just didn't participate in all the trash fights. Sometimes i just stand back with the healers, but then they started to notice and I got called out for it. So then after I got called out for not participating, I would hide from everybody, um, but then they started putting raid icons above me, so then... <laughs> <laughs> so then I found out that if I stood inside the corpse of the giant boss we just killed, they couldn't see the raid icon or your um, abilities to, to tell if I yeah. Yeah, so was playing a very different just,
0: game it was a whole different <laughs> game for him. I just hide encounters.
3: inside the bodies of the bosses.
0: Yeah, his encounter started after the wipe. So, his encounter was how can I hide from everybody while we're all warming up, eating food, Doesn't and getting it make ready?
4: Make everything slower? Like, you're do- and also, you're do- what were uh, you I'm doing? That, were you watching I'm not that TV? i a
3: player. Yeah, I'd have Netflix on or
4: something. <laughs> so I'm like, imagine just sitting there and not watching something else and being like, I refuse to attack. Yeah. Just, you know, um, but like without a second monitor. It makes sense. You can watch TV. That's, that's yeah. so,
3: but the, I mean, the thing that I, I really enjoyed the most though was because I was like, I was a terrible person to raid with because there was a fight in Pandaria called the Spoils of Pandaria where the whole thing was you had to open these boxes and you could open them at whatever pace you wanted. But oh. the idea was you had to use moderation. You only open what you can handle. Yeah. And you had to split into two groups for it. And uh, Tetsemi was our group's leader and we had alakaz leading the other group and i remember one time alakaz was so mad at his group he wasn't it wasn't the group i was in but he goes Listen to me, everybody. You understand this? <laughs> Only the tanks open boxes. Do you get that? <laughs> Only tanks open the boxes. I remember so this. I made it my life's mission to open as many boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started opening boxes all the time. And the best part was was because I wasn't on his side, I was on Ted Semi's side. Tet loved it. He thought it was great, and we always cleared our side before the other side of the room. I didn't cause any wipe, so everybody's like, "Oh, John's such a troll." But you know what? We finished that fight. We finished that fight faster than the other side. Yep. Uh, I I will admit I'm a bit of a troll in WoW, but you know as a responsible. troll. I mean, I, I
4: miss think it's those funny. days. So you know, I'm okay. <laughs> it's okay in my books.
0: I miss those days, man. Just talking about yeah. it right now. Those were really those are fun times, and yeah. uh, Pandaria in particular was like the the big like coming together of so many people I still call friends and stuff in real life. Like it's a great time. Great time. Yeah, to be alive.
4: Um, if it, maybe we'll have a happy Christmas holiday. It'll be the best expansion ever released. And, uh, we'll all be in their rating. If they pull it off. Great. Yeah.
0: If they pull it off. Great. I don't have, I mean, I've, I'm not, I am not rooting against it by any stretch. I just, I need, uh, well, I don't know, especially in today's games market, there's nothing, there's no world now where you, where there's only one or two things you're worried about in the winter to play. Those, those yeah, days are going lawnmower simulator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could. <laughs> I might find that compelling. Who knows? But on, the point on your is, Steam Deck. deck. On
4: your Steam yeah, deck, on the like, scene, it yeah, plays yeah. really
0: good on there by the way. But, but the yeah. point is like when there's all of that stuff available to me, you have to compel me more. And I don't know, 16 years, long time, seven, <laughs> I'm sorry, 20, almost 20 years, 16 years of the instance now 17 or would have been
4: anyway long story well, we, we carry that torch on in spirit
0: that's right spirit. we do uh let's carry that torch to the bathroom where i can pee today uh we're gonna take a break <laughs> nice oh, it's a good transition I'm S-tier doing this time. Segue. Yeah, uh, we're gonna take a, a quick break and when we come back it's dear martha we got a mashup today we got all the games we played a couple of emails oh, lots martha. of fun stuff yeah. so stick around we'll be right back Here we go. We're back. Uh, All right. Hey, we're back, everybody, from our little break. And that means, boy, we got a bunch of other stuff to do. So we're going to dive right into this dear Martha here uh, that John has prepared. And by popular demand, John, you you did one of your special reviews again, like last week.
3: Yeah. Yep. Guy wrote it up and uh, it's going to be a review of the whole magazine, sort of. We got visual aids for those who are live and in the chat uh scott i think you'll be able to use context clues to know when to switch to them okay i will do um, my best i mean the first one is just to show what magazine it is so actually oh, won't i'll be show that now that. then
0: so this is the uh 16-bit uh system mega drive review which is best and then it's the overall the 1990 video game buyer's guide is this the one
3: yeah you wouldn't know it it's actually electronic gaming monthly but uh, uh, yeah that, that cover
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's such a bad font use, color of these fonts. Just nothing blends right. This is some bullshit. This is real bad. Uh, But anyway, this is the issue we're going to talk about. Uh, John will do it in his traditional way. Enjoy.
3: My dearest Martha, as I continue my jaunt through time, I write to you with another gem of a magazine. This one being Electronic Gaming Monthly, Issue 5, from December 1989. or, as it advertises on the cover, the 1990 Video Game Buyer's Guide. The magazine featured the very modern trope of awarding best ofs for the year that was. Ghouls and Ghosts got the top nod, Ninja Gaiden won for best Nintendo game, Wonder Boy 3 won for best Sega game, and something called The Legendary Axe won for best TurboGrafx game. But as I am a time traveller and not an old, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Perhaps my favorite award was Tetris winning most exciting new theme in a game, which I assumed was for the very catchy dun 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 Hey Tetris music. <laughs> but reading the text for the award, I think they might have meant genre? Either way, buckle up, because it's going to stick around for a very long time. (laughs) A little thing that bugged me, though, uh, through the entire magazine, was that they talked a lot about Ninja Gaiden, but made Gaiden two words, guy and dead now i'm no expert on things despite sometimes being held to expert expectations by others so i don't know if that's technically correct but it's not what i'm used to and like most things that are different and unexpected i didn't like it (laughs) considering they called this issue the buyer's guide you might have suspected a little more recommendations on how to spend your money But really, it seems like mostly a title to explain the issue is 90% previews of upcoming games. They do give a little insider advice that maybe the Sega Master System is on the way out in light of the Genesis, and that the NES is still going strong. They are maybe a little less accurate with their hype for the TurboGrafx-16, Atari Lynx, and Atari 7800 previews. Now every letter I do like to select a favorite advertisement and Martha, I just couldn't pick. Do I go with the River City Ransom ad that might be the most boring ad I've ever seen? Do I go with the ad for a contest that is being sponsored by a game company featuring the worst alien knockoff I've ever seen? No. As good or as bad as these are, I have to give the nod to the ad for Joysticks by Bishu. It's an ad for controllers that somehow makes me feel like I've just walked into a sex shop and learned what a lot of people might be into. Oh my God. I'm honestly at a loss for words describing it. Basically, it's just a bunch of controllers, but they're labeled with names like Hot Stuff, The Zinger, The Zoomer, Jazz Stick, or The Remote Ultimate Super Stick. They even included a bogus player's seal of approval to make it all seem extra sketchy. That's all for this one, though. 1989, what a year. Things were just about to kick off in some really incredible ways. Forever yours, in the past, future, and present. S. Beckett, 89.
0: (laughs) That's good. S. Beckett. See, we did it again. Another reference to everyone's favorite time travel. These are great, dude. You got to do these every time. I know it's work, but I
4: love them. They're so good. That was that was very good. Yeah, and these and sex toys. Great finding. Like, look th- th- this. Um, what is this? Bishu. Like, how many? F- <laughs> the, the font. The usage of fonts should be a crime. They like, should be in jail for. Do you
3: see like, what I mean? Though looking at songs. this ad for the, it looks like i'm looking at somebody's shelf that i shouldn't be seeing like it just it made me immediately uncomfortable oh yeah no god's focused on the alien yeah though. the he aliens to talk about the speak
0: phallic rubber things that alien head i don't know but this yeah no my first glance at this there's too
4: much pink and uh you know how does the zoomer have slow motion how, did that, how does that tech it's work? It's probably
0: one of those hacked... Th- they, they used to have controllers that would do this. The ones that would tur- do turbo and then also slow down the game. Mm. Oh, okay. It was always a little... I mean, the emulators do it now, but
4: yeah, back in the yeah, day. I've had, had the auto-fire ones, but I didn't realize they had hacky game ones. That this one that. called Hot Stuff? I don't know about that one, dude. That's
0: freaking me out.
3: I like <laughs> Hot Stuff?
0: Yeah. Well, you're- auto fire, auto fire, we- left and right. And yep.
3: play. <laughs> Bo and I both saw it at yeah. the same time. <laughs>
0: That's pretty great. The
4: text is very. Uh, mm, it's important. It's Sensual. required.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, well done. I loved it as usual. Now let's talk about the games we played. That was an appropriate intro for this game I played uh, because it's a little bit retro in design. You may be uh, familiar with the Shovel Knight series of games. Well, they're mostly 8-bit tra- uh, uh, platformers, highly regarded. People love those games, and for a good reason. They're very good. I don't know if you guys have ever played them, but they're excellent. Anyway, they put out some other stuff in recent years, a puzzle game both Bo and I played uh, some time ago called Shovel Knight Puzzle
4: Dungeon. Is Treasure Trove?
0: Treasure tro- Was that it? Treasure No, no. Treasure Trove is the collection of all the games. Pocket Dungeon. Uh, Pocket, dungeon. Pocket Dungeon, that's it. Well, I decided to play a new game that came out simultaneously on PC. I think consoles, with the exception of PlayStation, I'm not Stadia. sure. Stadia, Stadia definitely did not get it. Uh, <laughs> it came out on Apple Arcade, uh, also, which meant I could try it for free and use a controller with it and all that stuff. So I didn't have to really go spend the 24 bucks and find out if you know there was trouble. Uh, and man, did I! F- Did I play a gem of a game? This game is freaking great. Uh, So you're like, what is it, Scott? It's Shovel Knight Dig. And Shovel Knight Dig is a brand new game from these guys where they have gone with a very 16-bit aesthetic instead of the 8-bit aesthetic of the previous games. Uh, So it's almost like we're going through the generations of hardware. It's weird. Um, It's the Shovel Knight again with his shovel and his big helmet and all that business. But this time, you're going down and not... Side to side, although there is some side to side, but mostly that's up in the upper world. The goal is to dig down as far as you can go. So think SteamWorld dig, but a little bit more frantic and you're kind of, you know, if you don't, if you slow down too much, a big giant saw blade comes out of nowhere and tries to kill you. Uh, reminds me of, oh, I don't know, any game where you're taking too long and so they send something after you. I uh, can't think of any offhand, but there's other games like that. Anyway, you go down with your shovel and it's different every time. It's a roguelike, which is the first of these for this uh, these guys, uh, even though the, the tr- treasure game had some of those elements. But you're literally digging through dirt and rock and stone and eventually other stuff, depending on what weapons you get or upgrades you get. And you collect as many gems as you can because you use those to upgrade your stuff up on the, on the surface between games. And uh, you try to avoid getting killed. Uh, it starts out easy, gets very difficult uh, in a good way. And I really like this game a lot. It actually looks pretty sweet. Yeah, it's really well, you, fun.
4: You playing it on Steam Deck, I bet?
0: Uh, right now Steam playing Deck? it on uh, uh, Apple Arcade, but I'm going to get it on Steam just because mm-hmm. I want to have it on my Steam Deck. Um, but looks it was like more a like a Steam Deck game. for sure. Yeah, for sure. 100% great for, for that sort of thing. Um, plays great with a controller. You can also use keyboard and mouse if okay. you want, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, it's Every fight has been different uh, tons of secrets, weird stuff opens up for you. If you're just sort of paying attention or whatever, uh, puzzly elements that are sometimes punctuated with a timer. So if you don't hurry up and do it, you're going to miss out on some fat loot or whatever. Uh, there's lots of hidden zones and areas and keys to open and ways to get chess. Uh, he just, in this video I'm showing right now, just picked up a key and, uh, he's about to go use that key. And for some reason he's not. Anyway, uh, whoever's playing, this is taking a sweet time, but, uh, there's all these things happening and, and the, they're not showing it yet because he's not far enough in, but if you hang around and goof off too much with whatever's there, that giant saw blade will come and it's really scary. Um, I don't like it. It freaks me out. Uh, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. It's driving me crazy. Anyway, the point is it's great. Uh, lots of <laughs> I'm just, one more time just noobs one, on the screen yeah. here. What's going on? <laughs> lots of uh just one more time, just one more time kind of vibes. Like you you just want to keep going. Uh, even if you die, you're like, oh, that was so fun, I'm gonna go do it again. Those those are rare for me these days. Feels like it has a few tricks that other roguelikes haven't figured it out. I like the aesthetic, I like the look of it, I like the music, I like everything about it. Uh so so get it. This is real good. Shovel night dig. If you've got a uh an iPhone with um, a backbone controller. It's perfect for that. Like, like perfect for that. Uh, if you have a steam deck, great for that. Great on PC. Very cool game. So there's that one. I played that. Uh, I played a couple of 1.0s stuff we've talked about before. So I won't spend a ton of time on these except to say that they're very good. Two of maybe the best coming out of early access type games. And also they're both on game pass. Uh, we've talked about them before. That's Grounded and Proteus. Both of these hit 1.0. Grounded surprised me the most because Grounded is a survival game, and I don't like survival games normally. There are a few exceptions to that. I really like the vampire game we all got into. It's still in early access. We'll see where that thing goes. What's it called? Just lost the name in my head. What's the vampire game? Um, V Rising. V Rising. Jeez Louise. With the V in it. Yeah. Anyway, grounded is the game made by obsidian they uh one of the first projects after microsoft bought them you're shrunk down you're a bunch of kids and you're shrunk down in the backyard kind of
4: shrunk the kids the video game kind of right? yeah
0: except there's no par- yeah. annoying parents with you which is kind of nice um you're kind of on your own although you can play with friends and it's got a very kind of stranger things like vibe the music the the it's set in the 80s late 80s early 90s and uh you explore the backyard trying to figure out what you're going to do, you got to beat some spiders, you got to you got to try to build a base, you got to craft all sorts of stuff. And that game just turned out so good. It's so good, you guys. I want to play Grounded right now. I love I love playing Grounded and I don't like survival games, so I don't know what that should tell you, but they they kind of got all they hit all all my buttons. And maybe one of them is that because I know it's going to be a ton of fun with people, it's still very playable. On your own, they
4: host the servers, or do you got to get your own server?
0: You it's all hosted. I well, that's a good question. I don't know if you can do anything special on hosting. I mean, it's on Xbox and PC. Like, if you do
4: multiplayer, is it like a persistent world? You got to get a host, or
0: I don't think so. I think the way it works is you do that's
4: a great question. I don't know how the save I haven't played with anybody else, so I don't know how the saves work. It, it, it might be always online, like, I think. This is Rare. Isn't Rare involved in this? No, yeah. it's not. A, is it yeah.
3: Rare? Uh, I thought it was Rare.
0: No, it's Obsidian, it? but I don't know if Rare had something to do with it. Do they have yeah, something to I'm do with seeing
4: it? Obsidian and Publisher Xbox. I th-
0: Maybe did? that was I a mistake. I think it was
3: Rare. I don't know. I'm with you, Bo. I, you said that. I was like, yeah, I absolutely. thought Rare was
4: involved in this. I'm
0: no, sure. as far as I know, they're not. But it, it wouldn't be... a. Uh, it's kind of an apt uh, thing to assume, because it plays like a Rare game. It's hard to explain why or what I mean by that, but it well, has... I thought like, it was
4: their follow-up to Sea of Thieves, like... But yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm kind of shocked. I thought maybe they were involved initially. Yeah, they might've had some hand in it.
0: I don't know. They're all, now they're all owned by the same people. Who knows? Maybe they, maybe they go to lunch together. (laughs) I have no idea what they do, but it's, uh, Mm -hmm. it's very good. The, the illusion of feeling like you have been shrunk and you're in a yard and you're as big as a bug and you have all the dangers that that entails is really, really well done here. Like it feels like that's where you are. The blades of grass that you're chopping down feel formidable and big when normally something like that shouldn't feel so big, and things you would never think of as dangerous in your yard are scary as crap. um I leave all the options on for all the full spider business, so I don't have any problem with that. but these spiders are scary as shit. If you don't like spiders, this game is yeah
4: that was the one that's the one thing about this game where I'm like. <clears throat> I got kind of traumatized by Skyrim VR. I'm not going to lie. Well, you can turn these spiders into like blobs
0: of light. Like you, you can, the first thing the game does when you boot it up, it says, Hey, we have some accessibility options. How would you like to turn spiders into less of a scary looking thing? <laughs> and they let you do it like right away without even playing the game. You can change the spider types. I just left them in. But the first time I ran into a wolf spider, they don't just yeah. look scary, move scary and act scary and kill you right away. They also make sound when they're just being idle. Like, there'll be a wolf spider under a milk carton in the, some part of the yard, and I'll know it's around there because I can hear it going, like this horrible breathing.
4: <laughs> Dude, these spiders so, and are... spiders, sh- like, sit still until they're ready to attack, right?
0: So, yeah. Ugh. So you don't even know you're on one until you're on one. Some of them are out working ugh. and stuff, but the first one that killed me was a wolf spider. It scared the living shit out of me. But it's pretty generous with, like, uh, you respawn back at your little base or your tent or whatever you've set up to be your spawn point. You run, you you corpse run to get your inventory that you had, uh, with the exception of any tools you had on you. Those stay with you, but anything in your bag gets left in a backpack. You got to run out there and get it, um, and that's scary also because you just got eaten by a spider and you want to die again. But it works really well. Um, you got to stay fed and you got to drink water. Dew drops from grass is a great way to get water but sometimes they're a little tricky to find later on. You have other methods of doing this sort of stuff. And there's a huge, huge crafting tree. Um, people are making all kinds of crazy multi-level, you know, tiny homes mm. out in these yards and stuff. Um, there's a creative mode and there's also a mode. I, I really like this. So I like, I like when there's normal and all the hard ways to play. And then there's creative mode where you can just go nuts and create what you want and not worry about unlocking all the research and whatever it feels like, you know, just a nice mode to go screw around in. The bugs won't kill you. Uh, they won't even attack you. They'll just sort of be there. But there's a custom mode where you can go in and basically toggle everything in the game. Like, I want spiders, but I don't want them to attack me. I definitely don't want weevils. So let's not have those in there. Like, just different options for different settings. Yeah, I think Grounded cool. 1.0 is badass. I think it's really good.
3: I need to check it out. I checked it out in early access and it was still pretty early. I, I missed a fairly important tool tip that made me just run around the game and get very stuck because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, very early game things. And I loved the look of it, but I got stuck so bad that I was like, I don't know what to do with this game. Like, I, basically, if I opened my recipe book, it was a bunch of stuff I couldn't make. And I was like, <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't, I can't make anything. I've made everything I can and none of this is leading to new discoveries. And so I just quit the game, but I, I had fun with what I played and I loved the look of it.
0: Yeah. The looks really neat. You'll, you'll also see, I don't know how much of this was in the early access because I didn't play it, but the, there's a ton of story. It feels like an obsidian game in particular, if you played their, um, outer worlds game, uh, which plays a lot like, uh, Fallout new Vegas, very similar RPG. There's moments in this game where you're like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm playing one of those." And it it just you can feel the Obsidian game style in lots of that stuff. And it's usually the moments where you find a base, which is a shrunk, it's shrunk like you are, but it's a normal place, which is really weird. You just run through a bunch of acorns, dodge some bees getting in there, giant leaves, and you know stuff like that. But as soon as you get into this base, it's like everything's normal size. There's a coffee cup and a mug and a whatever, because that also was shrunk. Um, and in there, there's lots of story. I run into that robot that you heard at the top of the show. Uh, this guy, I
1: am burgle
0: burgle burgle's a hoot. Uh, you gotta do some shit for burgle. Um, and there's a bunch of systems like scanning elements you found, and then it tells you what they're good for. And that unlocks blueprints, which means you can craft more stuff. Um, I don't like survival games, but I really like grounded. (laughs) So, uh, worth checking out everybody. The other game I played that hit 1.0 this week was Proteus, which uh, I think at least Bo and I have played before. John, oh, yeah, I can't remember I if you played Proteus. That's great. It. Proteus is awesome, and it hit 1.0 this week. And Proteus, I am happy to say, just did nothing but get better in the you know, time it took to come out. Um, I have one complaint about it, which I'll get to in a second, and it's not even their fault, but I'll get to that in a second. This is one of the most fun, fluid, best feeling gun in your hands shooters I've ever played. And I include like the newer Dooms. I include everything in that. These guns feel so good. And it's hard to explain what this is, but basically their, their um, description on their steam page says it really well. So I'm going to find it real quick. Hold on. Uh, Pro.
4: Yeah. While you look for that, I I just will chime in and say, you may look at gameplay footage of and be like, well, it's Doom. It doesn't, it doesn't do it justice how it feels to play with the guns. It's nothing like Doom. It's like, there, really it's, not. You have full aiming. Like Doom is very like locked uh-huh. vertically, right? Like it's old right. game.
0: You didn't was, have any was, up or down or even mouse uh, control back then. Just, that's uh, right. Uh, this says yeah. this has
4: modern competency when it comes to the shooting. It's really good. Yeah, and the weapons yeah. have alt
0: fires and all that kind of stuff. Lighting, the <laughs> environment stuff, the effects of the environment and lighting is really good. Level design's great too. Oh yeah, honestly. the the level design is like <sighs> intimidating. And then in genius, it's like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this place. And then you realize, oh, no, this is like, I get it. I shoot this first, kill that guy. And then that ran over him. Now I can get in that hole. Like a lot of really like Eureka style moments in it, which I really appreciated. Um, Okay, here's the description. I like how they describe it. It says, come on, open up. There we go. Proteus is a first person shooter of old. reimagined using modern rendering techniques and technology. Experience the quality you expect from a modern triple A game designed with retro aesthetics and gameplay that invoke tech imposed limits of older hardware. It's I couldn't have put it better. It's that's really the feeling yeah. of it. Yeah. And that I love a it. a good way of putting it. Absolutely love this game. Um I this is the one that I probably spent the most single sitting time with, and I played it on PC, Xbox, and Game Pass. Or sorry, um X X Cloud. And it played great on all of them. Uh, controller support is exceptionally good. Uh, even if you're thinking, man, I could only play it on a PC. I understand. But if you had to play it on a console or even on a controller on a PC, you'd do just fine. It plays real good with it. They've thought long and hard about it. Okay, here comes my complaint about this otherwise rad effing game. And that is this. They even have a full suite of tools to create your own levels. and like, Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's built in. Cool. So like... um. I don't know, little big planet. They have a whole like discoverability zone where everyone's uploaded their maps. You can go play everybody's campaigns and remake of half-life one or whatever they're doing. And someone actually did that. That's why I mentioned it. Someone made half-life one in here. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I know it's pretty good. Well, level one That's, of that game, I yeah, guess they're not but done yet. Yeah. It's still cool. It's very cool. And the tools are really uh, relatively simple to do. There's some basic scripting and stuff, but for the most part, it's drag and drop and, if you've used, used any kind of 3D UI to, to make Quake maps or anything, those will be immediately familiar to those people, which got me so excited. Um, that part's awesome. And and there are people making great maps, and they're out there, and you can download them. It's great. You can play them on console or PC. It doesn't matter. The the tools to create it are only on PC, but the uh, the playability is everywhere. Here's my only complaint. There's a full multiplayer suite in here that includes, like, Capture the Flag and Team Deathmatch and all the old-school kind of Quake era multiplayer. And I don't think enough people know that that damn mode is even in there. And it's really oh. hard to get people in there. Like this game's getting like, it's like an indie darling. Everybody out there's raving about it. Overwhelmingly positive reviews on steam and everywhere else. Everyone loves it, but not enough players know about that multiplayer. Cause I waited for an eternity to play with somebody and I never got in. And the multiplayer looks like a blast. So more people please is what I'm saying. That's all I'm
4: saying, and I stand yeah, by. Stop it. playing. Stop playing Warzone. Play uh, play Proteus multiplayer. Yeah,
0: come play Proteus <laughs> multiplayer a game you've never heard of. But you know that's part of the problem today. Is these smaller games just don't get the notice, and this one just deserves it. It's so cool and bloody. I mentioned how bloody it is. So freaking bloody.
4: Yeah, they leverage also you know modern PCs by just being like, oh, we can put these blood bitmaps everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah. This is, takes no processing power at all. Right okay, here you go. it. <laughs> right, and it's of it, blood. It ends nice. up being yeah. impressive. Like. Uh, on my
0: UHD TV or my TV that does um, HDR, yeah. it's just – a. my wife is like, what is this? I'm like – she goes, is this Doom? I go, no. She goes, yeah, I didn't think so. This looks too good to be Dune. And at the same time, it's got Dune qualities. The at the same time, it,
4: it's hard to say it looks good it, from a certain perspective because so you're like, well, it's pixelated, right? Yeah, so. right, right,
0: right. Right, but they've done it in such a deliberate way that once you get the a taste for it, you're like, "Oh, this is kind of how I want all games to look." It's weird. It's a very
3: weird aesthetic. It's it's got a style that's just like insane. Like it's not that it is the best graphics. It's just that it's perfect. It fits the aesthetic perfectly.
0: It really does. And they don't overdo the modern stuff to the point that it feels separate. It feels it feels right. It's really hard to explain. It would be weirder to go back and play Dune now. Because now this is kind of what I want out of Dune, and then when I go back to Dune, it's like, oh, no, this is old, and this is how things were, and it's pretty stiff, yeah, and it's not yeah. that great. So, anyway, the, the enemy designs are really cool. This The environmental stuff is awesome. I can't recommend this game enough if you have a taste for the old shooters, and I wish more people are doing multiplayer. I really do. And I kind of want to make a map. I don't know if I will, but I kind of want to.
4: Um, yeah, chat room's going nuts because you meant Doom, but everyone's like, Did you mean Dune? And I'm like what I
0: say Dune? Yeah, it
3: sounded like you said Dune no, about a half it, it, dozen it, it times. It did oh. though,
4: to their credit. It did sound like you were saying sorry,
0: Dune. Sorry, I might Wait. have even. I don't know. I watched Dune again, Probably. so maybe yeah, i don't. got <laughs> Dune on the
3: map. You're like, I just want to live
0: there. Yeah, I just kinda want to <laughs> live in Dune town. But uh sorry, I did not mean Dune if I said it. Doom is the word Doom with an M is the word I meant.
4: Anyway, Love you it's guys rad in the chat room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's really rad and you would not be wasting your time with it. It's also on Steam and everywhere else you can buy it for 24 bucks is all that's the other thing I think it's a steal got a full campaign all these other tools it's just ugh, it's
4: oh, cool it has game. lighting another thing doom kind of didn't really have like lighting effects when you shoot your guns and stuff yeah so that's I don't know if any of it's actually ray trace stuff but it might be I don't think there's RTX but it's just even that things produce the projectiles and such produce light and stuff it's yeah. not really a thing in doom yeah and you got specular highlighting on the blood smears
0: and it's just a yeah. It's a weird mix yeah. of old and new in a way that I was not expecting. And I know there's a lot of like, hey, where you ha- we made an old arena shooter that plays like Doom or Quake. No, not like this. <laughs> this is cooler than those. I'm sorry. It's just true. I know there's like 50 of those, and they all have some, some good stuff to say about them. But I've yet to play one as cool as this. And also the Metal <laughs> the metal Electronica al- uh, soundtrack is um, heart, heart-pumping amazing. Uh-huh.
4: A lot of the enemies, oh, the soundtrack's pretty good. A lot of the enemies um, also have, it's like they're templated off Doom enemies. Like the guys that rush you down, like don't look like the pinkies, right? But they, you're like, those are the pinky guys. (laughs) Like they, they, they have horns and they look tall, but it's, you know. Yep. Like everything's kind of an analog so you're also getting a genre like there's some familiarity to it as well yeah you've opened a
0: portal the- to hell and some of them are like demons that throw fireballs at you and you'll immediately go oh it's like the doom guys yeah for sure
4: yeah, yeah. it's
0: really good it's can't good. recommend Great it game. enough you guys love it uh okay and then the only other one i wanted to mention if you're looking for a good indie that is currently in indie or in uh early access and very good on the steam deck Here are your other caveats. If you like Asteroids, do you guys like Asteroids? Are you a fan of the old Asteroids games? Uh, play those much?
4: uh, I mean, I wouldn't say fan, but I respect it. All right. It's historical value.
0: Yeah, it has a lot of historical value. That's true. I played that a lot when I was a kid. Love that game. Uh, Roguelikes. We like our fair share of roguelikes around here. There's some good ones out there. Uh, We like dual stick shooters here and there, right? That's a good time. Well, guess what? Uh this game called Nova Drift is basically all of those things in uh in a top down sort of shooter.
4: shooter control. It is. Uh,
0: although it uh, the tr-
4: It looks sweet.
0: Yeah, it's cool, dude. I'm going to pull it up so I can show the chat.
4: Yeah, uh, so chat. yeah, sorry to get ahead. I just was That's another one with I same. The theme. I was like I like these uh space color like super color light games, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that kind of thing. Same. Even in
0: yeah. this uh, this screen I'm showing right now, he's actually shooting asteroids. It's kind of hilarious, but you don't normally shoot them. <laughs> They're kind of the rare thing you'd see. Usually it's other ships and bosses and weird weird combinations thereof. Um, every time you level, you go and do perks, and the perks are what really matter. And In a way, it's almost got like a vampire... Um, what's the name of the game again? Uh, D-Rising. rising, no, D- rising? No, no, D- rising. Or Vampire Survivor. Vampire Survivor. It's oh, kind of okay. got a little bit of that going on in that you're constantly upgrading. So it doesn't take long at all for you to hit your next level and then have to go upgrade. And for some reason, the guy playing it right now is taking a sweet time, and I don't know why, but you...
4: Yeah, at one point, well, I'm watching the trailer on Steam. It'll show you if you want to see all the effects, just go to Steam, because like, there's like a lightning gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this charging thing he's doing. It turns, I guess, the whole unit into melee combat mm-hmm. unit of some kind. <laughs> like It's kind of nuts. Yeah,
0: there's all sorts of stuff, like a pulsating shield gun that's just... I don't know. It's hardly a gun. It's more like a melee weapon. Um, you get different shield types, body types. You can change those out with some of your upgrades. They're random. You can reroll a certain number of times if you don't like what it's giving you. So there's a lot of randomization there. Um, boss fights are challenging but doable. It's one of the best roguelikes of the year. And it's not out yet, so I probably can't count it uh, for this year. But it's extremely cool. Perfect that's for the Steam Deck. Great, great on PC. I would not, re- I mean, you can play with the mouse keyboard. It's probably fine. I preferred controller. It's,
4: it's an overwhelmingly positive game. Yeah. People really like
0: it on there I as well.
4: I guess that's on it. Yeah. I mean, recents vary, but overall, overwhelmed. Like, you know, it, hard to achieve that. A good 5,000 reviews, too. So, I mean, yeah. Or 7,000, sorry, reviews.
0: Yeah. And it's not super expensive. I want to say it's 13 bucks, 4, 15, maybe. It's one of those games, but, uh, it's something about it just really hooked me in, and um, I think it's the dopamine it's on hits sale are right point. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the dopamine hits are like all the time. Like you're like, oh, I leveled up. Pick up, pick this. Ooh, try that. Ooh, I have swarmer missiles. Okay, awesome. Okay, ooh, next dopamine hit is this whole wave of bosses. Okay, I got to beat them. If I do that, I'll level up twice. Okay, sweet. Now I've You know, like it, there's they have that going on in Spades, and all it's I'm
4: right. gonna buy this one. Let's it's rad,
0: see. you guys. It's only
4: eight dollars Canadian right now. Like I'll just. We'll just buy it
0: if you're looking for a thing that you just want to zone out to kind of and get a rhythm going this is one of those
4: i should probably buy a proteus too but i don't want to spend that much money oh, is so to play, good. but eight dollars i played dollars done
0: played the living shit <laughs> out of
4: this game it's great
0: all right there's my games this week everybody no uh no new um chore cores this week but don't worry i'm sure those will show up I got the food truck simulator. I got to fire
3: that one up. Oh, man. There you go. Yep. There's next, the future.
0: Next week. Uh, John, Final Fantasy uh, nine, uh you had to play through it again. What ha- Are you back to where you were? Where are you now?
3: I am. I thought I'd give an update to that because I mentioned to you, everybody had a lot of a really nice tips to try and help save me the effort. And I, I remembered saying, hey, I I'm, I'm close enough that I appreciate it um yeah after the show on friday i got caught up so i was back to where i was and then so far this week i've been streaming it and getting even further i am darn near done with that game uh probably gonna finish it um if not this week probably early next week
0: and remind um, me you're gonna go to 10 after this or no
3: yeah that's the plan eh, i can't wait to see 10 <laughs> so i don't know if i'm gonna mod it i think the the re-release of 10 was actually pretty decent looking and and pretty solid so i don't think i'm gonna have to do any mods for it but uh we'll see and I, I don't know i'm just excited i'm excited to keep going through them and uh just checking out how they hold up nine's been uh an awesome ride like even having to do it twice <laughs> go through the game really fast um it's been fun. I, I haven't, I didn't, it didn't bother me much doing it. Nice. Um,
0: so you didn't feel yeah, like a chore. It didn't feel like work to like retread all that and whatever.
3: No. Well, cause the nice thing is, is once you, you know, once I was going back, it was like, okay, well I just did all this story. So skip the text, follow a guide. That's like, Hey, pick up an item here, pick up an item here, go here. Here's boss weakness. Like I just sort of, sped my way through i didn't worry about figuring it out like i did the first time Mm -hmm. um but it was i'll tell you the part that was weird was pumping the brakes once i got caught up Mm -hmm. because now all of a sudden i'm going into a new dungeon and i'm not looking at a guide that tells me where all the treasure chests are Mm -hmm. after i had been doing that for hours to get back into it so now i'm sitting there going oh man What do I do? Somebody's not telling me exactly how to play this game. What do I do? And I had to figure it out for myself again. And that was a little rough. Oh, man. 2022. uh, That's a lot to ask. (laughs) Yeah. I have to think for myself. I don't I don't understand. Mm. Uh, I just want avocado toast. Why can't this game play itself? (laughs) All other millennial things. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So, yeah, I'm caught up on that. And uh, most of my game time went to Cyberpunk 2077 nice um game's awesome i I also also played a
0: bunch i just didn't want to mention again but tell me about your time so because you got it working on your pc you're all good now right
3: yeah playing it playing it off uh gog which is the only place it will launch for me (laughs) um so so that's that's where i'm playing it Uh, i'm finally caught up to roughly the furthest i've ever been in the game um i haven't really done anything of note in any other playthrough attempts but i have done more exploring um so i'm doing pretty good with it uh i just finished you know the assault on the arasaka tower and the fallout from all of that and kind of finding your footing after all the big revelations that happen there um which is kind of where the game opens up and it's like all right you're gonna have a little more freedom to go do what you want So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to get to see it. It's, it's amazing how much better it feels to play that game when you're not constantly wondering if the game's going to crash. I agree. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I think that might be the biggest strength to it, which I mean, it's still the game's fault, but I became aware of how much I was not appreciating the nuances of the game because I was just constantly worried that the game was going to break. When mm-hmm. I played it originally. Yeah. And it can be such a distraction when you go into a room and all of a sudden everything starts stuttering and jittering, and you're just like, this game's gonna break. So you're not sitting there thinking about reading what's on the screen or checking out, reading stuff you picked up or thinking about items and builds. You're just like, oh God, hold together. Like mm-hmm. that's what you're thinking the entire time. So it, I think that has been the biggest change for me was not having to worry about it from a technical level. Now, It's still full of weird shit. Like, Mm -hmm. it is still an open world game. I went out of a building. Somebody had crashed their car onto a sidewalk. People kept walking into that car and folding over like accordions every time they bumped (laughs) into it. But that's the kind of stuff that you just sort of laugh at and go, ah, that's okay. I think the closest to a weird, like, bad glitch that I had was for whatever reason, the game just decided to go ape shit with crowd density right outside my apartment. Mm. And I mean, like at (laughs) first I thought it was a feature. I was like, Oh wow. They really just wanted to sell like that. They can handle a lot of people hanging out like, you know, dystopia. There's a lot of people in this building, but then I noticed that there were so many that they were, like, doing the, like, walking into each other, like, and having to turn around constantly because there were so many people.
1: Yeah. And I
3: was like, I don't think they did this intentionally. I don't think there should be this many people here. And I <laughs> left and came back, and there were even more. And I went inside my apartment, and the frame rate dropped to nothing because oh, no. I was like, oh. I think it's just, like, spawning a bunch of people outside of my apartment. <laughs> so... I set the crowd density a little lower just because I figured like, if you set it lower, the game probably refreshes crowds or something like yeah, that. And maybe yeah. that would force fix it.
1: Yeah. And oh.
3: that helped, but it was just really weird. Cause the first time I stepped out, of it was magical at first because I was like, look at all these people. This is like blade yeah. runner, you know, going through these really crowded streets. But then I was like, these are really crowded streets. Like I was constantly bumping into people and hearing crashes and just like, "Hey, watch, oh, hey, hey." <laughs> just like trying to make my way through this crowds and it just kept getting thicker and thicker until all of a sudden I felt like I was at Disneyland. I was like, "They didn't intend this, right? This is a bug." So, I love that. Uh, those are the only weird things I've really run into. I still had a bit of uh, frame rate issue in Lizzie's, where I had to bump my graphical settings down. Something about the, I think it's probably an RTX thing, all the laser lights they have in that place. Uh, oh, I think yeah. trying to track all of those, the computer took a moment to just be like, whoa, I don't like what you're doing to me right now. <laughs> but um, other than that, it's been running incredibly smooth, no issues, and that is with ray tracing on and all of that. So uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a great experience. I'm having a really good time going through it. Um, you know, just every day, so say say a prayer of thanks to that anime. Yeah, it really, that anime got
4: saved everybody their game. Back. Yep.
3: Saved your bacon, game. So how,
4: how far are you now? Like uh, MSQ style? If you or just yeah, what's the last I, thing you did.
3: I have a meeting with a dude at a diner right after oh, I found out nice. about the resident in That's my head. Taka,
0: so, Takahuchi, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Takahuchi.
3: What's his name?
0: The guy with the metal. The, the guy I'm looking I at right Takahuchis.
4: now. Takahuchis. It's like the little pets who you take care of Takahuchi. He's got,
0: he's got the metal neck on, like all the implants yeah, on his Takemura. neck. Takamura.
4: Takamura, <laughs> not Takahuchi. I like Takahuchi though. Takahuchi. But, okay. Yeah, that, I love that diner scene. It's.
0: Oh, I do too. Yeah. I like when he yells at the 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 guy that runs the place because the TV's too quiet, or he changes channels or something. Like he just loses it. The only character I haven't enjoyed being around, I, I, honestly, in the game, is the Pan Am lady. She drives me a little nuts oh, you don't like Pan Am. Here's what she does. She does this. She'll be like, um, "And I just finished a bunch of stuff with her, so I'm well, past well, her you're, right now. Your
4: team, Judy, probably. Oh, so. I
0: love Judy. Freaking Judy and I. I mean, Judy's the best um but her so t- uh, pan am is like she has weird personality disorders so what i mean by that is we'll be out
1: we'll be out getting a job done
0: and she'll go hey, careful now she'll go she'll go hey v how you doing i'll say oh i'm doing okay and then the option will be to say you know ask her how she's doing and you click it and she'll go from how you doing to we need to get going if we don't do this now we're gonna freaking die and then the next bit of dialogue is I love the night out here outside the city. You can see the, she's just really split personality out there. So
3: well, I, I have say. noticed that this is this is something that occurs in Cyberpunk. Like part of the freedom that they give you is that sometimes you encounter lines uh, not in the order that you should have gotten them.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, for example, uh, this is still very early in the game, so I think it's fine to talk about the the Arasaka Tower heist mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they have you do a brain scan. You see the room. And one of the things you can notate is that there's a very nice handgun on the nightstand in the bedroom. Mm, yeah. And when you go in, the game directs you to focus on looking for the safe and all of that. But I went right to the bedroom and picked up the handgun, which the game in their logic was like, OK, they'll probably get this when things are popping off later because uh, that scene gets very tense later on. But right then, nothing's gone wrong yet. So everybody's just like, okay, V, let's find the safe. Let's do the thing. And then I grabbed the gun, and V was like, I found a pistol! Like, very freaked out and, like, very hyped and high energy. And I was like damn we are just looking for a safe right (laughs) now we're we're good it's fine (laughs) you do not have to yell this at everybody it does happen in the
0: game it's not like unusual for whatever it just feels like pan am does that a lot Uh, but everyone including yourself you all have these moments where you're like popping off for no reason you're like wait a minute dude you were just fine a second ago and it's fine you know what who else does that all the elder scrolls games did that it'd be like hi
4: welcome to our tavern hello
0: you stole some shit from us last week. I'm going to kill you.
4: <laughs> you know? I, I'm, cu- I'm curious how you're going to react to Carrie. Carrie, do I? Maybe I've run into her. Tell Carrie, me. you're a dying. You do run into him because uh, he's a pal of Johnny Silverhand, so he's he's in a flashback he would have definitely played by now, but very briefly, you probably weren't introduced to him. See, the one that was mad at me, but...
0: saying I was ruining the band, and he was... he Yeah, was, yeah, okay, yeah, okay.
4: yeah, yeah. There's some lore there, so he's he's still you'll you'll be running into him later anyway to me carrie was the one that was just like (laughs) calm down dude (laughs) i mean because the part of that it's not spoilery but part of that is you do get into the celebrity culture you know there's the um what what is the term in cyberpunk for them Oh, uh, the social media stars, you know, the, yeah, the YouTubers of the, <laughs> that world, you know, you, 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 you brush up against that world and you're like, Oh, these people. Yeah. they're kind of <laughs> the worst. You're not wrong. You're yeah, not wrong. So, but, you're, uh, you'll, you'll get, you'll get to that. I'm just glad it's working for you, John, and you're playing and the game's great.
0: Yeah.
3: Rocker good. boys.
4: That's it. It's a cause a whole class. It's the rocker rocker boys are a class in cyberpunk. Oh, interesting. So, you know, John, I think Johnny Silverhand would be considered a rocker boy. So, a Rocker Boys,
0: but... Okay, interesting. That's an actual class. I need to go It's an p-
4: actual... I mean, I don't know about 3rd Edition, but in the, in the 2020, you know, the, the more evergreen one, most classes are terrible at combat. You've got solos. That's basically... If you want to be good at combat, you, there's only one class. You'd be a solo. And that's like... That's like main it, or david in the anime like you jack yourself up to be a fighter okay all the other classes are just meatbags that kind of suck but it's a it's role-playing focus so right you can be a media which means your power is reporting stuff and telling getting the truth out there like <laughs> you don't shoot guns that are good at shit but you might have some tech upgrades that help you be a media better and you can be a police in that as well but Rocker Boy is one class, and your power is like, you know, if there's a shootout happening, you can just show your face and be like, look, it's a rocker boy and create a distraction. <laughs> really? Like how, how much celebrity? Yeah, yeah. It's very like RP focused. Mm. Combat is super deadly. Like, like you take a bullet, you pretty much die unless you're a solo and have all those cyberware upgrades. Like you pretty much like it's very lethal and and, and, and for anyone who's not a solo. And then netrunners are a thing, but netrunners mostly don't Netrunners are usually in a building somewhere and not out there campaigning. <laughs> they're they're playing a mini game in the in, in cyberspace.
0: Yeah, they're hacking. I
4: really or... want to try Cyberpunk. I've only read about it. I don't actually know what it's like firsthand, but um, Cyberpunk Cyberpunk RPG is interesting for sure.
0: Oh yeah, no doubt. And
4: you play like a roguelike. like like you sort of roll a character and you're like you go in knowing like uh, you know to you live on the edge to be a cyberpunk. It's not about how you live; it's about how you die. So you kind of play the RPG knowing that you're gonna go out in a blaze of glory yeah uh, that's interesting because
0: the game even though the game is you know your character needs to persist it's not, a lot of yeah it's not like
4: d&d like where it's like we're gonna be playing cyberpunk for 10 years or you know in this long campaign it's like this is a harsh world and everyone like goes and out in a blaze and i mean would you how call, much money and is it approachable
0: in 2022 that core tabletop experience because it oh, sounds yeah. like fun oh yeah kind it's just like-
4: we don't have online tools like and mm. so that's where you're getting a little bit D&D Beyond makes it kind of easy for people to slide in. You know, the site helps you know what you need to do and stuff. It's a little more involved, but I think actually running the game, I think character creation is a lot more involving, but I think once you're running the game, it's not so bad. Hmm. And co- it's not like you go from section to section doing combat. It's like you try to avoid combat because the Gatling guns come out. Yeah. And if you're if you're anything but a solo, you, you just got to run. <laughs> you know, yeah, or, yeah so it's <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's interesting interesting well i'm glad we're anyway um
4: there. so i thought i had one more question for john about his experience but um penis or vagina yeah, for john penis
0: what or vagina.
3: build am i doing do you want to know about yeah yeah build? yeah build is an interesting question what do you doing what, what are you going i don't actually fully know yet i know i like handguns and i know in theory i like stealth though you want to talk about a game i am horrible at stealth at
0: I think the game's horrible at stealth. It's not good.
3: Cyberpunk is... Like, they do not ease you into being stealthy in that game. Mm. They're like, here's a room four guys in it they're all looking at you and their security cameras all around them hope you enjoy your two points that you've put in the stealth tree and i hope that helps (laughs) you in some way you're like
1: yeah
3: i can't can't do it like you do distract enemies and one of them turns around and you're like this is all this is all i got
0: yeah um it gets better as the game goes by my experience the more i put in there the more cool stuff i can do but early on it is not a stealth game like at all
3: like, yeah, and that's what I'm finding is like as I go through the perk tree cuz at first I thought like oh man, I've made a mistake. I haven't successfully snuck through a goddamn thing in this game. Like <laughs> why did I put points in? Why did yeah. I put points in cool? Like what did I what did I do this for? And but then as I've unlocked more, I'm like I'm starting to see that I'm getting abilities that would have allowed me to have been successful in those places where I previously wasn't and that that will present opportunities down the tech tree where I will actually be exceptionally good at this. Mm. And while that's a difficult like power fantasy to like get into because you start off so bad, I actually think that that's kind of a cool way to do it because then you feel that power upgrade as you play the game because you'll actually be going, Oh, I used to not be good at sneaking around anywhere. Now I can go into a room full of people and take them all out before you know they even know I'm here. Like I'm so good at this. So I think it will ultimately be good, but yeah, those early stages and missions and stuff are not spell friendly. Like it's mm-hmm. shockingly yeah. rough. Yeah. Um so I've I'm doing a mix of uh stealth abilities and handgun abilities like a, a dex build um and kind of keeping keeping an eye on other things because I feel like I do want to try and maybe branch a few points into another tree somewhere, but I haven't fully decided. Um I originally thought I was gonna be going heavy body, so I think I actually put a point in there and I think I actually picked up regenerating health. Which seemed like mm. a really good early perk to pick, but then I dropped body altogether, and I was like, Man, I'm really glad I, I took this ability. This is smart,
0: yeah, there's a lot of um, stuff into the different groups that you want to make sure to check out when they unlock because they might might not be what you're specking into, but they'll be a really nice little perk for you here or there, like yeah, Eugen. the
3: game i I have a big appreciation, and like if you're looking at gun skills, like this is the one thing that's a little unfortunate. if you're looking at gun skills in cyberpunk. You're seeing talent trees that are a little, like, World of Warcrafty, Like, hey, you're going to do more crit damage. You're going to do more baseline damage. Headshot damage will be increased. And you can go, like, you can get a little disenchanted with it and be like, Ugh, I don't even really care. Maybe I'll just hoard these points. But if you start looking at all the trees and looking through all the options and future options, like, some of the stuff that pulls out, like... Is insane. Like right. some of the stuff in those talent trees are just crazy that it'll let you do. Um, I actually think the talent trees are are really great because it does that thing that I think Diablo 3 and like legendary equipment and a lot of good RPGs do, which is when you get powerful, you just start breaking the game in like really cool, fun ways. Yeah. And that's what Cyberpunk like the higher yeah. tier abilities yeah. and stuff feel like it does. Yeah.
4: I agree with that because I went full Netrunner. And we'll talk about making the game easy. <laughs> I Actually, I if you like yeah. the fantasy, go for it. But if like everything was like show up, peek around the corner, breach protocol, then contagion and the other one. And then it would spread all throughout the network. And then just, the whole room dies. And I'm just peeking around the corner at the entrance and I'm done. That's it. That's <laughs> combat. Like you get to a point where you can just melt the entire office floor and you're like, I'm I'm a net runner this is what I do. Yeah. I hack them and they don't fight them. Yeah. So yeah. it's but like cool. To your point, like you could say maybe that's boring, but at the same time, that's a power fantasy, and they, it's it's well done.
0: They fulfill it, yeah. I like that about yeah. the game, too, so far. I'm kind of spread all over with points. I haven't really... I mean, I'm picking stuff I think is cool and complimentary, and that helps me and does you know what I want it to do, but I'm definitely not like a... I haven't been min-maxed anything, like at all. Yeah, but okay. they let you buy out of it. Just don't take go.
4: the swimming perk if it's still in the game. I think it's in there, but I'm not taking it. There's well, zero... There's, there was a perk? perk where it was like bullets have an increase you, you have increased dodge versus bullets if you're swimming. And I've played I hundred percent it. I'm pretty sure I did every mission side thing event. There's zero swimming. He never <laughs>
0: swam. <laughs>
4: and that's a <laughs> real, I've seen comments online. There was an absolutely 100% useless perk in the game. Yeah. So just watch out. I don't know if it's still in there. They might've actually taken it out.
0: Whatever. I thought I saw it. Maybe but, I, I could be wrong
4: but I, I want to um it's like while you're swimming dodge bullets i'm like I swear we'll swim where there's no swimming i don't there think there's a the, yacht you go in at one point but that's true but i don't think the
0: get the um uh what do you call it the respect it was in the game originally but it's in there now so you can go spend a bunch of credits or eddies or whatever the hell they're called uh and uh respect anytime you want so you don't feel too <laughs> trapped f-
3: it's really funny. Chat says the new expansion is going to be underwater. That would be hilarious <laughs> if there was like massive amounts of swimming in whatever the expansion is. Like everybody goes in with their builds. They <laughs> didn't take any of their swimming talents. That would you know? be you swim with Judy.
4: It, okay, it's true that you do swim with Judy. You do, but you don't fight. Right, didn't with she Judy. show you? Didn't she show you your childhood home? It's deep underwater. I don't think I've got to that Still yet. Some memory. I thought you were in tight. Did you bang Judy? Yet? Not yet. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a spoiler stuff. Okay. I'll stop talking. <laughs> like, are you done? Are you done with the Judy side quest? Um,
0: I've gotten, well, she has multiple. What's your, what's
4: your current status with Judy?
0: Judy what's and I this? are much more friendly than we were. Uh, I but was, You, I you just, went
4: to that club, right? I went to her um, part
0: at her house where she had pizza. Okay. And then, uh, talked to them, all those guys about whatever we were doing next. And I think I might have just finished whatever it is we were doing.
4: But I think I saw a clip or something. But you because that dildo stuff you shown, I think it's it's part of that uh <laughs> yeah. the, that club you go to yeah. and you got to sneak in and talk to her like British the British pimp that's in there? Yes.
0: Yes, I've done a bunch of that. Should I have yeah. did I, I Okay,
4: then you might not be done the line so we're getting into spoiler territory. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, there'll be some sw- there's swimming, but I I want to want to say the chat room is there's zero combat. There's no enemies in this. Set. It's all story, as far as I remember. It's story like, swimming. Just, yeah. There's no need for a perk, like unless like yeah. <laughs> pull out a gun, shoot Judy while she's swimming. Well, Judy,
0: <laughs> Ju- <laughs> I def we definitely have a future. I just have not fully <laughs> explored it. So. We will see how things go. Okay,
4: sorry. Well, there'll be swimming. I don't think it spoils much, but there's a swimming section. So. All
0: right. Now, the big thing that feels like we've been sitting on the headline for a bit here. John got a steam.
3: Well, deck. I like to do my my what we played in reverse order. I like oh. to lead up to the big stuff.
0: Oh, okay, good. Well, John yeah. got a steam deck. You guys, how exciting is that? That's really. I exciting. did.
3: I got a steam deck. It came today. Congratulations! It oh, showed just up today, today in today. the mail. Today. Yeah.
0: Nice. And, yeah, uh,
3: so I don't have it. I put it at the top or the bottom, however you want to look at it, as the big thing. But I actually haven't played it very much.
0: Well, you just got it. We uh, who could blame you? Because
3: um, it got yeah. here, and then the baby woke up, and that was the end of my Steam Deck time. Besides <laughs> a quick bathroom stop before the show, sure. Um, but uh, first of all, it's a lot bigger than I thought. I feel like that's what everybody probably says about it. I definitely um, did, yeah. Because I feel like everybody i've talked to that's like one of the first things um it's way bigger than i thought i am impressed with how like valve isn't exactly known for hardware i know right. they're getting into it and they're doing it right so i shouldn't be but i was surprised by how good a quality it's it a felt. good like,
0: build right like tight yeah. str- uh, industrial build which i was worried about too you're not alone I was like, man, um, the Steam Link was a plastic piece of garbage. And you know what else sucked? That controller. It looks like if I dropped that on the carpet, I'd worry it'd split in half, but not this thing. It's built. Yeah. It's good.
3: Uh I will give one criticism, and it's very personal, and it's not gonna apply to most people. It's gonna apply to tiny people like me. <laughs> it is definitely <laughs> built for bigger hands than my hands are designed for. Well, <laughs> because I've sure. definitely like I'm definitely like doing a little bit of stretching to hit uh all the buttons. Not, I mean, not bad. That makes it sound like I'm going Such <laughs> tiny hands. Like I can play, but like comfort zone is clearly intended for bigger hands than mine.
0: You're probably right. Cause they feel, it feels perfect for mine, but my hands are definitely bigger than yours. Last yeah. time checked.
3: C- considering how much taller you are than me, I would hope so. Yeah.
0: I think if you put our hands together, it's about like this, you guys. It's not like that. Yeah. 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 Which is, Again, I think they've done a pretty good job of making it work for most, but if they, you know, this is a little like I Duke. am
3: <laughs> shorter than average, so yeah. I think most people are going to have a good time with it. Yeah. Uh, I, and I don't feel like, it's not terrible. I feel close. <laughs> but <laughs> I do notice, like, when I'm trying to push all the joysticks, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of rolling my hand off the back <laughs> a little bit. Um yeah. So uh, that's maybe my one complaint. Uh, the only game I've played on it so far. This will surprise nobody. Is uh, the pixel perfect remake of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. I wanted something that would install quick that I could just load up and play. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I oddly enough, like that's kind of what made me want a Steam Deck super badly. As weird as it is to say, I want to play the old Final Fantasy games again. Um, but when we uh, got the peripheral that i don't know if we're allowed to talk about yet for the phones that was the first thing i went out to do because i thought it would be cool to lay in bed and play through you know classic final fantasy games because they haven't ported those to the switch or anything Mm -hmm. and then it wasn't a very good version that's on the phone you can't use it with controllers or anything like that so i was like well how's it look on the steam deck and it looks and plays great i mean that that system has great audio it feels good things load up and play on it no problem Um, I just, I couldn't be more excited for it. You're making
0: me want to play those on there. I hadn't even considered it until today, now that you're talking about it. Yeah,
3: yeah. It seems like, it just seems like the perfect game to lay in bed and chill. Just, you know, read the text till you're tired and then go to bed.
0: Did you, this Um, is a good question in the chat about how do you feel about your hands and the, uh, the Switch light? Did that fit? Because I feel like that's too small for my hands. Do you feel just right on that thing or?
3: Switch Lite feels, I I would say, not too small, but I would say it feels small. A
0: little small, yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, I would be somewhere between a Steam Deck and a Switch Lite would be my comfort zone.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong about that first impression. It's like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> this
3: is big. Yeah, it's it's really big. Yeah. I was not, like, oh, i got a new system. Like it's it really, seems really is like that. crazy. It's this one. Um, it's just a it'll I throw don't you. I think you it's gonna to be it. a big issue, but I also can't help but hit the buttons on the back. Like oh, yeah. they don't do anything, so it hasn't really been detrimental, but like I am always pushing the back buttons all the time while I'm handling the controller. I know so. some people who
0: love those and will use them all the time to switch stuff and do things and program them into game. And you can do that pretty easily, but I'm the same. I don't use them really. And I'm always pushing them by accident. And sometimes yeah. I just fiddle in, like I'm in a cutscene and in, 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 cyberpunk on there and I'll just find myself, you know, fiddling with the left
4: one, just a little fiddle down there. little. little. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, not little doing little anything, just, but yeah, yeah. Just, Are they like sorry, little buttons on the back, like these big? Yeah, yeah they they got they're like, like um, back triggers. Oh, yeah, I have some of these back triggers on the the Switch Pro controller. I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate them. You don't like those? Yeah, I mean, cause, just because you're squeeze like in that design, like you're squeezing it, like where it's placed feels like it's hard to avoid accidental clicks. this
3: this is a little easier to avoid but when you're picking it up and getting your hands in position to play you're definitely going to be bumping them so you become very aware of them when you're picking the controller up or setting it down you're like oh there's buttons back here i'm pressing Mm -hmm. them all the time um but I haven't had an issue so much when playing it.
0: Doesn't your elite for, Xbox controller also have that? Has some triggers on the bottom?
3: Well, you can pull the paddles off. But yeah, oh, okay. there, there are paddles that you can put on the back. That's and right. I had the same reaction that Bo does. And I was <laughs> like, I do not like this. And I took them <laughs> off immediately.
0: <laughs> I don't even know who those are for. I assume it's for driving, maybe? or um, For
3: good gamers. <laughs> for gamers yeah, for that are people, really good? For people that got good. <laughs> yeah.
0: I get it. Uh, my problem is the two thumb pads, which I actually really appreciate for those moments where, you're, oh, I shoot, I need a mouse for something. Um, I think they do a pretty good job of what they're supposed to do on the Steam Deck, but I will, sometimes with my right hand, if it's a game where it's recognizing both mouse and controller inputs, not every game, but some of them, you know, it's going to jump between the two. And if, in those cases, if I rest my palm, my thumb palm, whatever this is called, the meat on the front of your thumb, If I rest it there and try to use the controller, I feel like I'm sometimes like the camera will go, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm mouse looking while I'm controlling it, and I have to remember to not rest that there. But, but you can turn that off too, so it's not you know, it's all very controllable and very customizable, and I still need to, yeah.
3: I think tonight I'm playing my first uh actual 3D game on it, I'm installing Dragon Quest. 11, whatever, whichever one it is. I don't remember the newest oh, one. 11. Yeah, uh, that's a yeah, great game on I'm, there. Plays great. I'm installing that on there because uh, I figured once again, good like lay in bed play game. Uh, it never seems to be a game I want to play when I'm just sitting down at the PC. So seemed like a good choice. Um, so that'll be my first like actually kind of powerful game to try and play mm-hmm. on there. That's 3D and, you know, actually using the graphics I'll uh, bet you
0: like that. So. I'll bet that turn. I'll bet that game's great. Perfect place yeah. to play it. I think you'll like it. Awesome. Steam Deck, everybody. Two Steam two we'll down. We'll be
4: hearing Deck. about it more, I'm sure, yep.
0: as well. Two down, one to go.
3: <laughs> we got to get him. Get we got to get him.
0: Uh, Dunaway got his today as well. Same same day. You guys were uh, twinners. So, congratulations. Oh, damn. Well,
3: also gives you a bit of an idea on how long it takes to uh, reserve and get because I did tell everybody when I had to cancel my pre-order and then I renewed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember when that was, but if you followed the narrative better than I did, there you go.
0: Nice. Uh, Bo, you played Blade and Sorcery. Tell me more. Yeah. So,
4: I uh, got a little video clip there if you want to show it off on the stream. Yep. Uh, the uh, Blade and Sorcery, it is a VR game, uh, an overwhelmingly oh, positive one. Oh, sorry, I don't mean to freak out, but I've seen
0: memes on TikTok about this and I could never figure out what the game is. I'm so excited. Okay, sorry, it's,
4: Continue. it's so this is Blade and Sorcery, so it's an early access game. Uh, in many ways, it's a step back from Skyrim in terms of like visual fidelity, I find it, like just world, but it's a sandbox game, so it's it's basically Game of Thrones, the sandbox game. And what it does really well, I think that no other game does, is martial medieval combat. So mm. you, you have a, you can just spawn a bunch of different weapons, and then you press a button, and then waves of enemies come at you, and you fight them, and it's kind of gruesome. Like it's actual. It's, so it's not just swing your sword, hit, do a little damage. You can impale people, you can behead them. It has ragdoll physics on the enemies. You can use magic, lift them up off the side, and throw them over um i'm kind of bad at the game though there's a little bit of weirdness to it like sometimes you have these weird kills where you stick the sword in their armpit and you're like oh that wasn't very cool
3: (laughs) you know i don't know that seems like a rough place to stab somebody yeah
4: yeah but like i'll see i throw the throw you threw a lady off off the thing that's (laughs) cool the wizard off the side of the castle so it's just like you just at least there's other zones so there might be other activities but like I, i've got here, to, <laughs> it's a i'm having a hard time holding them it, you got to get used to how the controls work and i find it a little fiddly but um you can get a great sword so i got like a like a game like an edward stark giant great sword and you can decapitate people um apparently you can i haven't done this yet but the fireballs they throw you can deflect them with the sword the uh, uh, jedi style I maybe picked a bad spot to show this. I'm doing definitely very uncool things here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picking up the weapons. Um, This is definitely you have to stand and play a game. Sitting is not really a big option, at least right now in this game. Uh, So, yeah, telekinesis. I'm just learning the rules of it. But you can slow down time. You can punch. So if you don't have weapons, you can punch. You can bash. Basically, everything you can pick up in this game is usable as a weapon or something uh yeah and it, it's it's as about as simple as that but it's just really well done but sometimes it feels a bit too much like a murder simulator mm-hmm. like at one point there was a woman like this mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm just i'm trying to throw her off the side she's resisting mm-hmm. but um there was a woman i didn't have a weapon in hand. i just had a shield so i just grabbed her by the head and i just bash her in the head a bunch of times and i'm like this feels misogynistic or, you know, I'm just like, I I think they don't really sell the fact that they're like enemies. It's just humanoids, generic fantasy humanoids coming after you. You don't know the reason why they're trying to kill you. So, and I'm, I'm bashing someone's head in pure. Like, I feel like the hound purely for the sake of violence. Like, I'm just like killing is what we do, (laughs) you know? So there's there's a few moments when I'm playing this game where I'm like, this is, this is just really violent. <laughs> like, this actually feels like I'm committing violence and like not in a justified fantasy way. It just feels like a violent simulator. However, I really enjoyed myself. I did play it for like three hours when I said I was going to play 30 minutes. Uh, to run, you actually have to put your hands up like this. And oh, I wondered if you were emotions. just
0: doing that for effect or if you had
4: No, be- no, it actually speeds you up. So that's an important part of it. It's good. It's fun. I mean, I barely scratched the surface of, like, I only went to one area and did the tutorial. There's rock climbing in it. Oh, yeah, see, when they're on the ground, you can Jeez. just stab them.
0: Nasty.
3: Yeah,
4: like, it's just full. So, this kind of stuff is not... <laughs> stab number three. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. I, I can I, see I, why it's the game that's being excessive and not three stab bow. <laughs> it's just really taking uh, So,
4: actually, what I was trying to do there was lift them up, like, uh, oh, like okay. and then throw them off with the sword. I'm trying to decapitate here. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really working. Though.
3: Yep. Yep. This, <laughs> it's you, all did, the game it's violent. It's did, not did,
4: the decapitation needs a bit of work. I'm like, how do I get a decapitation to happen?
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um but I'm gonna get one here soon, actually. Watch this, watch this, watch this. So shoots. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. miss a few times, but there's these two wizards. Yeah. Seems, sometimes weird things like that where I'm like, I not oh, It just looked awkward. All right, hang on. Here it comes.
3: guy's <laughs> guy is like, oh, my gosh.
4: Yeah, there goes the head. So yeah. you can score decap That was my first decapitation.
3: You're not listening to the audio, but I yelled out, Game of Thrones, after I got the. Uh, Game of Thrones yeah. is the thing you yelled. <laughs> That's amazing. I look forward to seeing this clip again at your trial, Bo. Yeah. Yeah, me, yeah this there is really is
4: a sense of this is just a murder simulator. You can turn the women off, which I might do. I might just fight dudes. I don't know isn't that more
3: sexist
4: i don't know what it is it it is but at the same like again there's no fantasy or voice acting so it's not like it's like oh believable enemies it just at a certain point they drop their weapon and you're like the only gameplay is to kill them Uh, stab 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 but i just feel like a serial killer
3: simulator so you just want like they could add a mode where they come out and they're just like killed your family and then you're like oh, yeah, yeah, killed yeah my family and then like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean it, after it, you it's pooped. the first time like, all right <laughs> I've really felt like
4: because because the way in VR space when you when you sink the blade into someone's neck and they go and it's like there's kind of a visceral like oh this is a very big simulation well, yeah, because
0: you're in it you're also in it right like that's yeah, it but it's just,
4: cool like when you yeah. fall down and you're like you stab them it does feel like Game of Thrones like stay down yeah, down. yeah. Yeah. it's cool i like it i recommend it. It, it it there isn't much game to it but it's an early access but it's definitely a sandbox game i that's part of it too oh this guy's Oops. got slippery billy this,
3: yeah. i got his hand up like please don't and you're just oh <laughs> it,
4: it's taking me like six attempts to like get the knife like there's still a little jank there you go i figured it out i got, I got him i think you On the, died. i fell off the side yeah, <laughs>
0: So let me ask you this, go. this bridge here that you be keep crossing. I've seen this yeah. in videos and someone has Spider-Man swinging around in there. I assume. This oh, is so the other mod-able. thing I
4: haven't uncovered, but one of the reasons why this game is really well liked is that it has a huge mod scene. Mm. It's pro it's pro mod.
1: Yeah. So
4: there's a ton of mod. I haven't even gotten into the mod part yet, but apparently um, it's a really good simulator. And then you can put, I don't even know what the mods are yet. I'll report back when I've learned more. But, um, yeah, this is definitely worth a buy if you uh, have a VR machine.
0: Yeah, it's the stuff I saw was Spider-Man swinging, doing webs, and then he would come down and just crush heads with his feet. It was insane. And yeah. I thought, well, this can't be. This is neither Spider-Man nor medieval. I don't know what I'm looking at, but now yeah. you've explained it. I, I get it
4: now. Yeah, the, the, the big thing that this is innovative in really is that, um the collision detection yeah i didn't know how to put them on you can spawn sandals too Mm -hmm. at some point there's still a lot i gotta learn but like (laughs) the big deal i feel with this game is that the collision detection is trying to say like you know we're you're going to be able to hit all the various body parts we're going to have reactions to them cuts and things of that nature like just a full Mm. medieval fighting simulator and i feel like once that techs down and then you can play vermintide in VR like this, then it's gonna be really good. Then you're gonna be like the chaos hordes and the rat men come at like you know, so this is like an early indication of like just how good VR games could be. Like oh, Fermentine in this in, in VR is just gonna be like the greatest thing ever if it's done right. So wow, that's cool. Anyway, um I highly recommend it pretty
0: great nice it's uh once again uh, called blade and sorcery available now on uh, steam vr or steam as well as uh oculus there as well oculus oculus? on Oculus okay yeah.
4: very nice um we already talked about the playtest material so we need to talk about that uh playing divinity original sin 2 honor mode continued i got to act three and i had a death oh no and it's permanent death however through magical means of computer trickery I was actually able to recover my file and continue on. <laughs> and I do that because this death is the dumbest, and I do want to share it with people. <laughs> and I do want to be public about the fact that I'm cheating, because I technically have died softlock twice this game. But this is a um, gnomish impish realm. Oh, don't go all the way back. I'm not
0: right? going to go. I, I screwed t- up. Here, I'm going to play this with the audio yeah, so people can hear it. Uh, here we go. I
4: tagged it all the way back I, I, I have, Yeah, have with, um, with the death here. But basically, this is the impish realm, and the impish realm is under attack, so like it can be purged, but I'm playing undead, so death fog. I'm immune to it. And then here's what happens: right. I click. I click something very stupid here. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, so I'm jumping over. Yeah. There's this little weird little valve here. What does that valve do? Let's, let's let me turn the valve and find out.
0: Yeah, bad time for this. Should have quick saved.
4: Well, even if, remember it's it's hard comb mode, so saving, oh, won't matter. it erases your file if you flush die. Protocol. Oh shit! Oh shit. It's that death oh, fog shit. crap. Yeah, but I'm immune to death fog. I'm dead, so no. I'm, oh, so I'm like, I'm, like chilling. I'm like whatever death fog. I'm already undead. Like it doesn't affect me. Okay. And then so I'm like, oh. okay, that, Oh fuck! Why did my guy die? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, get out of there. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Why did my guy die? I swear a lot in my stream, everyone. Hello. Oh, no. <laughs> so wait, how did you die then? What so happened? the purge in the impish realm is not just death fog. Lava also fills in the realm. Ooh. And lava is instant death in this game. And you and, couldn't um, see it because the death And like fog it's was literally there. just turn the valve. Like, th- like the whole idea is to save the area and prevent it from self-destructing. But there's a button in there that can just you can just self-destruct the realm. And normally if you're playing on regular mode, you just reload whatever. Haha, I figured it out on permadeath mode. It's just like end like I'm on like 50 hours of this damn like on honor permadeath run, and I've beaten all the encounters. And I click a button and die. And I'm like, oh, man. But, um, well, I, uh, I Alt-F Ford uh, out of Steam <laughs> so that the cloud save wouldn't update. And I went in and I just deleted the whole install. <laughs> I deleted every trace of the game I could find and re-downloaded it.
0: The and, ultimate um, save scum is what you did.
4: Yeah. yeah. And I, I said, you know what? It's fair because... It was a dumb day. It's not like I earned the death <laughs> in a fight. It was literally like, and I knew it. Like, I'd played this game before. This is not my first rodeo. Um, but I was really devastated. I spent a whole 30 minutes off, on the stream just going like, I think I got to stop streaming. My, like, 50-hour save is done. Damn, dude. Anyways, that happened. That's really um great. So I'm almost at the end. I'm in Act 4 right now. And, John, you might know this because you've played that far, but I've, I've... I've played more of a heel this time. I became sworn, and I served the god king,
1: yeah,
4: uh, which when you get to the part where you know how Arx is under attack by the Queen Justinia, you're gonna flood yeah. it with the death fog, yeah. and you know you save the realm.
3: Well, oh, oh, the God King I comes flooded it with death bugs.
4: Oh, you know what? That
3: okay. I thought you'd be interested. in it. You flood how did in the multiplayer game with Kyle and everyone? Yeah, they forced. Were they to, mad at you? They we forced a resave and we had to replay a fight because <laughs> oh. So, well, I assumed there would be like a, I, I thought it did something else. It was. It's been a while, but it was a case of I thought it might do something else, and I thought, well, this might also like do the thing. But I thought surely they'll put like a warning before you pull it and it no. does the thing. No, it you can, push the thing and it poisons the world. Yeah, I totally did so that. Scott, so you know,
4: you're I'm you're in, a, in act 4, you're in a city. There's yeah. lots of people there. It's like the most populous act out of all the acts, act 4, the last act. Yeah. And the plot there's a plot that develops over it where it's like they're going to death fog the entire city and then you can stop it. Or you can let or it Or you can do it. <laughs> and, like, and like, and I was, my, so the God King gave me, he gave me two free reses. So if you, if you swear to the God King, he gives you two free resurrects, two free talents, two free like points in both the like ability. He gives you a ton of shit. And I'm like, oh, I'll become evil for this. This is great. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes time to do this quest, he's like, you'll do as I say, or you'll be cursed. And I looked it up and you get a permanent curse. If you don't, don't do what he tells you and you don't break your promised using the sworn breaker which is this rare weapon and i didn't have it guess i'm killing the city so like all the quest givers die all the stuff to do goes away and the entire city is covered in fog and i just wanted to like shout out larian for putting like that option like it's not game over you wipe out the city you can still go to the end of the game right uh, it doesn't prevent the end of the game but you can just wipe out everything in that last act and and now it's like it's like experiencing Act Four in a different way all over again because like there's just corpses everywhere and death fog everywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's and it,
4: like the music changes and every it's like oh man, it's cool. I, Anyways, I love that. I'm enjoying that game quite a bit. I'm almost done. So nice. I'm get my, and
0: this is a run that you've done pretty quickly here, I think. Right? Like you just. Um,
4: I played up to Act Two a few months ago. Yeah. And then you know, I did like you. You know, it's like you pull up a game because so I yeah. set it aside. I was like, oh, let me. Let me just play for a little bit. I just want to play a CRPG and then I've been hooked. (laughs) I just can't stop. And now I'm so close to the end. I'm like, I got to see it through and get my achievement uh, point for this. That's that's amazing.
0: Uh, All right. Well, there you have it, everybody. Real quick here. We're doing a mashup. Yeah, that's right. Jamie sent us a mashup. Wow. oh yes this is how we end the show today it's actually kind of a long one three three minutes 16 seconds just about matches our three hours and uh, five minutes that we're at right here uh so here it is. it is doesn't feel like we've been on that long but we have uh and that's not counting the 18 minutes for pre-show anyway here you go this is the core mashup this is called Pius hermanos and I don't remember who won the bet. Uh, let's see, did I get a message from? Who was the vote?
4: Who's the highest voted? Jamie it's sent me
0: the note. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Jamie, 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 where are you? Here we go. No, oh, no, no! Don't preview it. Go into the thing. Okay, I'm going in. I'm looking. Uh, I got to check the straw poll. All right, we're waiting. We're waiting. Uh, results. Okay, currently, Bo is in the lead. Uh, with 46 oh, percent I am I'm, I'm behind you at 34 John's at 19 percent so uh, the Beautiful voters me though I think it was I you. think
3: I picked me but I think this is gonna be another case where someone else messes up and I just got enchanted with it because I have a memory of laughing and like being really into this comment and idea but I don't think I was the first person who said it well, I think, I think it was more of I a. It, a I, I'm going to go. Somebody Scott. slipped up.
0: You're going I, with yeah. me. I voted Blanched Bo. Oh, Scott. It. I voted Bo, but it was close. I kind of thought it was something I would say, but there's something about the pious part. Just feels like a word Bo would say. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I don't mean you're pious.
4: I mean it just seems like a word. No, I know. But I, I don't listen. It's funny. Like, I disagree. I'm like, I wouldn't say pious, but I'm probably going to be wrong. So, I don't want to double, I don't want to go too hard on saying I wouldn't say that.
0: But I might be thinking of detritus because you like saying that word sometimes. It's a great word. And I always think detritus, but pious reminds, rhymes with it. So, I don't uh,
4: know. Pious detritus. Yeah.
0: Pious detritus is the worst kind of detritus. Anyway, Pious Hermanos is the name. Let's see who says it. Enjoy. Yeah. So, I got to go visit the Smurf Village. Oh, you got a Smurf Village visit, do you? I All right. Take a gonna... shit in their town square. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> gonna... <laughs>
4: She's just like, bam, 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 and VR just getting my ass pounded. It was hilarious.
0: Well, I'm not good at it, but I have these things called weird eggs. <laughs>
4: okay. all you need to nope. know. <laughs> nope, I'm not. I'm going to pull a John eggs? here and not count that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's an alien who spawns grenades, but he doesn't want to give it to you. Uh-huh. So in order to give it to you, he has a little sort of testicle-looking base. Yeah. You got to rub the testicle, and then he'll be distracted and let go of the grenades. <laughs> you see, with one hand, I'm patting his belly, yeah. but it looks like a dirty old alien testicle. Maybe you'll just live
0: vicariously through some chatterbaiters guy who's got one and it's doing something Ew, like
4: <laughs> why are they weird i have to know now because
0: okay so because they sound gross here's what i do i take uh <laughs> i take a small bowl and i take two eggs i crack them put them in the bowl stir them up i put ranch dressing in there like a spoon and then mix it in and then uh salt <laughs> Salt. Oh, sounds and, then worse salt
4: the and,
0: <laughs> and then i fold on those more <laughs> I take it. I put it in the microwave. It comes out, and you scoop it out, and it's in a perfect like hockey puck freaking
4: <laughs> Oh <shape>. my god! <laughs> Here was like the advantage because here's a pro to this. It's like having a really big bidet, right? Because like you shit, maybe you, like rub your hand in, grab the bar of soap, and you're done. Like it's so quick. Oh. It's like swimming in a large bidet. Uh uh-huh. you know, yeah, yeah, even you though bidets, the whole
3: bide- the bide- p- You don't swim in the bidet. <laughs> <laughs> the bidet,
4: bidet. <laughs> <The> bide- <laughs> <laughs> bears are eating berries and Other animals. I'm eating pepperoni and pepperoni, Pop Tarts, the two peas. The
0: two peas. Someone
3: had two cups of water and they were like, all right, this one (laughs) is water from bears, fish, probably shat in this water. Yeah. This one, same deal, but also a human did. Yeah, Bo shat in this, the rest of the animals. You're getting one glass of water in the face. Yeah. (laughs) You're gonna pick the one that the human didn't shit in.
4: If there's an equal amount of poo, but the sources are different, so you're like, the one without Bo shit. Has bare shit of an equal mass. <laughs> then I'm like, what's the difference, right? I'd almost rather have my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's like smelling oh. your own farts, right? You're like, oh, I don't mind this so much. You spill someone else's, and you're no. like, what? Who oh, died near? It, doesn't, here. it no. doesn't
0: extend to the actual fecal consumption. I can't, I can't go that far with it. I, I can do the whole like fart um, in the car. Oh, this isn't so bad. <laughs> but if I get it, no, I ain't no eating
4: it. These large German conglomerates own all of the, you know, Pios Romanos and stuff like that. Hey. So probably not <laughs>
3: Pius it's all connected. It's my favorite Warhammer character. <laughs> yeah. Report to Pius Hermanos in yeah,
0: What is it the, for the, P- the Emperor? <laughs> the Omni Messiah. If anyway. Anyway. we
3: ever do anything in the Warhammer universe, I'm calling that as my character Pius case. Hermanos. Pius Hermanos. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> great. So it was. I mean, John had memory
0: of it because John yeah. talked about it's hard, it.
4: Kind of, it's kind of hard for John to be the one when he's in like two seconds of the entire mashup. But yeah, that's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> such a great name. Like, though. is John going to be a part of this? But hey, I get that was the shit. Dude. Listen. We've really hit peak shit on the. On oh, the show 100%. Here. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I I cruised some reviews and some comments, and people are like, more shit talk. And some people are like, less shit. T-. Dwight Schrute really doesn't like it. No, shit Dwight
0: talk. Schrute, a guy who's based his entire life on Dwight Schrute and calls himself and it, Dwight Schrute, really doesn't like it when we talk.
4: But, about like, it. even like our Apple comments, because I, I cruised by, I haven't looked at it in years. I just cruised by and looked because i I've seen so much shit commentary that I was like, what's going on? on? <laughs> and it's like, Good podcast, but occasionally they nosedive into shit talk. And it comes <laughs> terrible, and I'm like ah. But then people are like, "It's funny, as hell they love it." So it's it's really div- 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 divisive. Divisive. Div- yeah, I want divisive. to say divisive. Divisive. Divisive but, works. No, divisive man. works. I, th- I, I th- thought we were going to lose you there for a second. Yeah, De- my <laughs> brain.
0: Bo, somebody, unplug him quick. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm getting tired. I, yeah. Well, you know, we've you gone too. a long time here. Whoa, that's loud. Geez, hold on.
4: Yeah, show's over. We're Sorry, gosh it right dang now, it. That
0: wasn't supposed to be so loud. Tired. We're down. <laughs> My bad. uh We uh loved today's show. We hope you did as well. uh <laughs> Hey, a real quick note. If you like the show, I know you do because you're listening, and you might even hear about Bow in the Lake and just let it pass. Some of you may hate that, but the rest of the show, it's content you like and you and you want to help support it. So. Head on over to patreon.com slash core show and frogpants.com slash core
4: for
0: everything else. You can email us at talktothecore at gmail.com. You can tell we're all getting a little tired.
4: Yeah, uh, we're all old and tired. It's 1040 over here. I have, to, I have to go to bed now.
0: You won't, though. You'll play some game. That's what you'll do, right? Yeah. You'll play a game. I know, it's fine. I know. It's fine, but you will. Uh, Anyway, uh, we'll we'll get out of here now. But before we do, hey, let's pass the mic over to that little old lady who will tell us uh, what we played today and remind everybody. Old lady.
3: Some of you don't have an attention span and aren't aware of the games we played because they said it one time and then they never mentioned it again. So here's the games that got played this week. Uh Scott played Shovel Knight Dig. He played Grounded 1.0. He really wants you to know it's 1.0. <laughs> he played Proteus 1.0. <laughs> and he played Nova Drift. That's the game that's like asteroids. So if you're like, didn't Scott say something about asteroids? It's Nova Drift. That's the game you're looking for. Uh huh. John talked about Final Fantasy again. Who gives a shit? Cyberpunk 2077. He played that. That was a game. And he got a Steam Deck. And he's showing his deck off to everybody. <laughs> Bo played Blade and Sorcery, where he's basically going to jail for crimes. He talked about D&D a lot. And then he played Divinity Original Sin 2. And that's the games we played.
0: (laughs) Excellent roundup. As always, Grandma, we hope you make it to another week. We hope you do, too. We'll all be back next week with more. Uh, Come back then, please, and enjoy more of this ridiculousness on CORE. Bye now. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes, get more at frogpants.com. Wait a sec, isn't this where Samurai played
3: its first gig?
2: Yeah, B. Hi, and welcome back to Roman Paul's JRPG Corner. The best part of core is not here. It's actually probably Dear Martha or a poo break. This week, we're taking a look at Soul Hackers 2 a new turn-based JRPG that dropped last month for consoles and PC. Soul Hackers 2 is the non-awaited sequel to the classic Devil Summoner Soul Hackers that first released way back in 1997 for the Sega Saturn. This time around, we're an organic avatar, think the movie Avatar, but with demons, and we're working with a super AI to save humanity. Or something like that. Look, the plot gets a little choppy. The gameplay loop consists of dungeon hopping and fighting various demons, leveling up and connecting with your teammates through the story, a cool new reconnaissance feature, uh, and exploring cyberpunk futuristic areas. Overall, the character and demon designs are phenomenal, and you can tell that Atlas really put some love behind the title. And sure, the dungeons can look repetitive at some point, but I grew up playing Super Nintendo JRPGs, so... A lot of us have been through literal hell. Once again, that's Soul Hackers 2 for consoles and PC. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you, core nerds, next time.